This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers! From Arlen Field, this is week number five of the high school football season. Good evening, everyone. My name is Nick Michaels. Welcome to the broadcast where the Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers come in with a record of two wins, two losses, one in overall, 1-0 and in the OCC. New Philadelphia is 3-1 and and 2-0 and overall. They got that uh, game jump start in week three against Worcester. That's why they're 2-0 and in the league, and everyone else only has one game under their belt. So regardless, though, this is shaping up to be an absolute showdown here at Arlen Field in part two of uh, the competitive OCC uh, stretch for the Tigers last week. T.Y. avenged a loss of 37-7 last year against West Holmes with a 38-28 win over the Knights right back here at Arlen Field. It was a fantastic football game, back and forth action. Uh, Defensively, the Tigers just dominating really on both sides of the ball, dominating West Holmes in the trenches. And West Holmes had no answer. They couldn't stop it. They tried to they didn't try to make a late run though on these uh, on those West Holmes nights, but in the end Mansell Senior prevailed thanks to Simeer Phillips, three and a half sacks, monster performance. Mo Bradley Jr. led the way with 11 tackles and the game-clinching pick six, 38-28 Mansfield Sr. over West Holmes. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have uh, our matchups for week number five. And then also, stay tuned, we have special interviews with Coach Chucky Bradley right before kickoff. And in about 10 minutes, I'll have an interview with senior Amon Fatman Thomas. Keep it right here. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Welcome back to the pregame show. Nick Michaels here from Arlen Field, and we have a fantastic uh, pregame show for you this evening as New Philly comes to Arlen Field to battle the T.Y. Tigers. It should be an epic uh, game this evening. We're going to go ahead and take one more break, and I promise when we come back we'll have weak matchups. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling. In your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers! Yes, indeed. Go Tigers. Welcome back to the VSBN Radio pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. And now joining me in the booth is Mr. Craig Jackson. And, Craig, welcome back, my friend. Week 5, and it's absolutely gorgeous here at Arlen Field today. Oh, absolutely, Nick. On a night that's more reminiscent of the beginning of October versus mid-September, we got a colossal clash in the uh, conference tonight between the Tigers and uh, the new Philadelphia Quakers. Yep. Uh, looking looking for a, a hard physical matchup. You don't... Uh, become three and one on the season by uh by uh, playing some uh, soft football uh the uh, the quakers come in here uh, a little bit different than last year because last year their defense was just top notch uh that's that's what drove them to the playoffs they only gave up like seven points a game but this year it's their offense that has has uh risen up to the occasion their defense has fallen back a little bit but the offense has come up and they're averaging um i believe it's about 24 points a game um, which is uh, is a big improvement from what they were doing, which was like t- uh, 10 points a game. You got uh, Mansfield Senior responding, though, with a great defensive effort. Last week uh, over uh, West Holmes, you had uh, Maurice Bradley's just having an outstanding, outstanding year this year. Uh, he, he leads the team in total tackles with uh, over 40, 42, uh, four sacks. So 10, 10, sack, or 10 tackles in a sack a game. Uh, the, the kid's a star, he and, and he's only a junior. He is. I mean, Coach Bradley's got to be salivating at the fact he's getting this kid for another year, man. You know, oh, he he's so special. I love watching him play. He's all over the field. He's the ultimate teammate. After the game, he was all smiles, and he's like, "This is a great team win, man." I mean, that's a great attitude to have. Oh yeah, yeah. And last week was pro- was easily the most complete game we saw the Tigers play all year long. Uh, they did it offensively. They they were balanced for the first time all year. They got the running game going. Uh, uh, Petty, Tank Petty, had uh, over 100 yards rushing. Good for him. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a good hard rushing yards. I mean, there was no uh, there was a little juking and jiving, but a lot of it was just putting his shoulders down and just powering over people, which I love. I'm an old school guy. I love power running. I love uh, defensive football. So it did my heart good to see that. Uh, then you had uh, you know equal yardage from the passing game. And uh, Duke Reese spread it out yep. amongst everybody. You know, Amar did get the record uh, last week, which was great for him. But he wasn't the sole uh, sole guy that uh, Duke was looking for. And I think when he spreads it out like that and they can get that running game going, this offense can be very, very dangerous. I would agree. I mean, you just mentioned it right there. Tank Petty was the factor last week, and really it was the offensive line. Now, offensive line, this team will go offensively as far as they do, and mm-hmm. they're just going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially as they get farther into their schedule because you're starting to play the teams that Mansfield should be beating. Yeah. The one, the one thing I'm, I'm curious about tonight, uh, 
you know, we're like I said, this is going to be a really tough physical matchup, I believe. The two games Mansfield Sr. has struggled in, they have not had the size advantage on the offensive and defensive lines. The two games that they won, and they won pretty handily, they've had the advantage, the clear advantage. Mm-hmm. These teams are about even uh, on, the, on the offensive and defensive line, size-wise. I, you know, I haven't seen any new Philly tape or anything, and the fact their defense has fallen off from last year tells me that they probably had a lot of seniors that graduated and, and things like that. But at least size-wise, they're roughly the same. Senior has a little bit of, a, of an advantage, but they're, let's say New Philadelphia is a lot closer to them than Canfield and right. West Holmes was. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, you know, another thing you look at, too, defensively, though, they shut out Ashland. Yeah, Ashland might be a little down. They say we, we'll see them in two weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, they also played Steubenville, and they played them very tough as well. Yeah, right? yeah, and Steubenville, uh, if, if you guys don't know, Steubenville is is, is just a perennial power mm-hmm. in, in – um, what are they, Division 5? Yes, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, and, I mean, they're basically, you know, you hear, you know, oh, McKinley and Maslin and uh, St. Ed's and St. Ignatius as far as Division 1 goes. Division 5, it's ju- it's like Steubenville. They're one of those teams. They're so dominant. They are so have such a tradition down there. Uh, to play them tough, even though it was a loss, to play them tough is, is kudos to, to, to New, uh, New Philadelphia. It really is. And so that's why this game is so important because the winner of this game is potentially in the driver's seat for the rest of the way this oh absolutely absolutely we thought it was last week but when we saw what new philly did to ashland we were just blown away Mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead now and talk to our senior player interview this week our tonight's spotlight is senior offensive tackle amon fat man thomas and this is what amon had to say about last week and tonight's matchup against new philly all right here with fat man and first of all I got to say, man, what a game last week. You know, you guys played it with that giant chip on your shoulder against West Holmes, and you didn't let them take anything for granted. And I f- feel like the defense really feasted on those nights last week. Absolutely. Like, coach showed us all week in practice. They don't score, they don't win the game. And, like, on the other side of the ball, like coach told us, too, if we score and capitalize on the drives we're supposed to, they shut down early. And, you know, one of the biggest moves of the year, I was talking to Coach B earlier in the season, was moving you to nose tackle. How have you as a player really adjusted to that role? Uh, it was a lot to take on at first because, you know, I'm not used to playing that side of the ball. So, like, as the season and practice went on, I was getting better and faster at it. And the coaches trust me and I trust them. Let's talk about the offensive line last week. You know, the last few weeks to start the season, you guys have played some really, really good offensive lines and really good teams, and that really, I think, has helped mold you guys into establishing the trenches last week, and West Holmes had no answer for you guys. Like you said, absolutely, that's true. First three games wasn't our best. Coach told us that all week. He said this week we want to run the ball, especially in the defense they ran. He wanted us to run the ball really hard. So you've really stepped up being a senior. I, it's hard to believe you're a senior already. I've covered you the last, what, three years, four years, and it's just been an honor. But tell me, how hard or has it been easy for you to really transition into that leadership role? Um, it's been hard, you know, because, you know, I'm used to being the underdog, underclassman, and everybody. I look it up to the seniors. Now I'm the senior, clearly, and everybody look up to me. So, that's, yeah. Give me one guy on the line, or maybe two, that you has really impressed you so far this season. And you can be anyone. Can't, it doesn't have to be your brother who's uh, standing right there. Uh, J, J.D., Jameer Thomas, and 
Now he's away. You can actually tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Now, but for real, JD and Jaden Jones and some somewhat of Kevin, Kevin McDowell. He's doing good as a young player, trying to teach him as the season go on. And Melo, actually, the whole line. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, that's a great answer. And my last question for you is tonight's going to be a big one. Uh, New Philly, it doesn't get any easier, and a lot of people are saying that this could actually be the test for the OCC championship. I mean, this team is coming in red hot, and they're steamrolling people. They is a good team, but we're not listening to the outside crowd. We're going to listen to our team and our coaches and trust the process and have a good week of practice and get ready for the game. What, what kind of threat do they uh, kind of show for you heading in? Like, is there a certain style of play that you're worried about tonight that you've been focusing on all week? Um, a little bit of the three front. They three front, because, I mean, we played a lot of good people, a lot of good teams with that three fronts, mm-hmm. and we struggle in it a little bit, but we're just going to trust our coaches and see what they got to tell us. Right. Well, we can't wait to listen to tonight's game, and good luck tonight. Thank you. Thank you to Amon Fatman Thomas for joining us this week, and it was a great interview. I really love that young man. He's just so humble. He's quiet, but I tell you what, whenever I'm around him, he uh, has a smile on his face, and he's just such a, a, a pleasure to cover and just a wonderful human being, and I really am excited for him. Wherever his college path were to go, I do know that he is being looked at by several big-name schools, so he has not decided on where he's going yet, but my fingers are crossed. I know he does have a, at least one or two D1 offers, so let's hope that uh, Fat Man ends up somewhere where he can thrive and continue to get better because, Craig, real quick before we go to break, the thing I love about Fat Man is his size – but he's so strong, mm. and he really can take over that offensive line. Yeah. Well, not not only that. I mean, the first week they put him in a defensive line. I mean, we noticed it right away. Uh, I mean, he was in there, and he was put. He said he wasn't used to it, so he had to get used to it. Well, just imagine what's going to be like when he really gets used to it. Yes. Because he's made a big difference in there on that defensive line as well. I I think there's great things in the future for that kid. All righty, well, let's take one 30-second timeout. Then we'll have Coach Bradley right before kickoff as the Tiger Band is on the field. We're getting ready to rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen, tonight from Ireland Field. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, president, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, pregame show brought to you by BP Electric. We're about five minutes away from kickoff, so here's Coach Chokey Bradley on tonight's matchup. All right, Coach, now that we've had some time to kind of digest on the game last week, (laughs) I went back and watched the film, and I have to say, defensively, I still can't get over how well you guys dominated them in the trenches. Yeah, we were able to um, 
you know, play some real physical type of football up front. And, uh, um, you know, we, um, you know, oppose our will with some guys that, you know, we knew could win some favorable matchups, um, one being um, Samir Phillips. Yeah, he was outstanding. I mean, Mo has really shined for you as well, but you just mentioned it right there. The transition from Samir the last couple of years to this year, what happened? I mean, he's really blown up so far. Has there been something that you've really noticed? Well, I mean, the kid just is relentless, man, in his, in his, uh, you know, his efforts and his approach to the game. Uh, you know, he uh, has a high motor, and, and uh, you know, we just got to, you know, figure out how to continue to get him better. Um, he's still only a junior, so he's still got a little ways to go. He's still got some learning to do. Um, you know, I'm just uh, proud of him at this time, and, you know, I'm just, um, you know, trying to keep him healthy and keep him going. Mo, how much does he remind you of his old man? Oh, man, you know, he a bigger version, you know, but uh, got the same same tenacity, same heart, same drive, you know, same goals, um, you know. Um, grab grass and go and hit hard. I can also applaud you how that move, moving fat man to nose tackle has really helped your run defense. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's it's um, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's just not favorable of us to allow that kind of talent to just play on one side of the ball. Um, you know, we probably should have been doing this with him, um, but he's definitely a force in the middle. And then finally, the last thing on West Holmes, Coach Gardner has done a phenomenal job with that program. You and I have talked about. I love how it's really turned into a competitive rivalry, and I think uh, last week's game really added to it. For sure, you know we we, we hadn't we hadn't beat West Holmes since '19, and uh, Coach Gardner's done a really good job with that team and that program, uh, putting together some really good football teams um, over the years since he's been there. Uh, so, you know, we knew last you know the, you know the game last week was going to be. You know, tough and rough and, right. and, and exciting. Uh, so you know, we approached it that way, and uh, it, it, it was nothing less than that, nothing short of that. And uh, take our hats off to West Holmes, and they're gonna win some games now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, to the rest of the league, y'all better watch out. Yeah, I mean, they're really fun to watch. That Maltridge kid, he really is the real deal. Yeah, he, now he's back. Uh, I believe we was his first first game back. Yep. Uh, so we got their best punch with him. Um, so, you know, everyone else is going to get the same. Um, so, you know, they, uh, you know, I hope they get ready. And tonight's the big one. This is a huge game. This could possibly put you in the driver's seat for the league. I hate saying that. I know you as a coach hate hearing that, but this is a big one. New Philly, we went up there last year. I remember they're really strong and they're really aggressive. And I remember that game last year. I think it was until like three minutes to go that we really knew we were going to win that game. I mean, that's how relentless that group is. Well, we, we know that, you know, they're going to come down here, um, you know, with, with, you know, very well coached. They're going to play extremely physical. They've always played top-notch football in that area up there in Tuscarora um, with them and Dover um, and that whole area. They just play a different, different type of football, man. They have a different mindset. And, um, you know, we have to be able to match their intensity um, and we have to be able to play the style of football that we like to play. And uh, uh, it's going to be another great game, man. It's always is in the OCC from the top to bottom. And and, uh, it's just for us, we just want to go 2-0 in the OCC. Playing a team like Maslin, is is that going to help your 
meanness into tonight because we know New Philly's going to hit hard and they're going to play mean. Well, you know, playing our first three games is the whole Maslin, Canfield, and St. V's, all three of those. Um, it, it was part of the process. Um, it was definitely something that, you know, we did deliberately to try to, you know, get us prepared for our league play and, and the playoffs. So, um, you know, definitely, hopefully, you know, playing a team like Maslin and those other guys um, will help us be very prepared for the physical play that we're going to see um, versus New Philly. And lastly, give me one player you really want to see step up tonight. Oh, man. You know, just continue to see Duke Reese do what he do, man. Oh, and by the way, real quick, before I let you off the air here, we got to talk about Amar, man, another record broken. Amar the star, man. You know, hopefully we can start to get some colleges to come in for that yes. young man because he's very deserving. Yes. Um, you know, he just continues to go in. You know, each week, every Friday, man, and they double and triple team him, and he find ways to make plays. Uh, so, you know, hopefully he can do that again tonight. Thanks, Joke, and good luck tonight. Thank you. Welcome back here, Nick Michaels. Good evening, everyone, and I would like to thank everyone listening or listening on GoTigers.com and now tuning us in, Craig, Craig Jackson, on uh, you, the Mansfield YouTube page. So good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us. All right, I get to live my lifelong dream. I'm going to be a TV star. Yes, you will, my friend. And uh, <laughs> the people that are just tuning in to us for the first time on TV have no idea how cheesy and corny we are. We're going to try our best to entertain them while we show you all some football tonight. So yeah. our very first simulcast, we're working with the Mansfield Interactive Media Department. We're really, really excited. I want to thank the uh, Deb and Mark Morich for putting this together. This is really exciting. So Mansfield Senior has won the coin toss. Against New Philly is the 2-2 two and two Tigers getting ready to kick off to the 3-1 and one New Philly Quakers, who are 2-0 and oh in the OCC. This is the battle for first place. Yeah, this is – dude, I am so excited for this game. I actually have goosebumps. Well, last week was a big game. We yeah. thought that might be the OCC championship. Now they're saying this could be the OCC yeah, championship well, tonight. You know, like you said in the pregame, we saw that score with Ashland between New Philly and Ashland, and it was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. You know. 28 to 0 last week. New Philly absolutely destroying the Ashland Arrows. And here we go. Quinton DeBolt is on to kick off for the TY Tigers. We're in number 87. There are three Quakers back deep to receive this kickoff. One of them is Jordy Dela Cruz. You also have Carson Long. Here it is. And they're going to do a little pooch kick to the outside line. Ball and scramble for it. Who has it? Loose ball. I officiating. New Philly got New it. New Philly jumped on it on the far sideline around the 39-yard line. So they catch a break. Nice job by the Tigers special teams trying to throw off New Philly and possibly steal the ball. Well, I think I think uh, Coach Bradley saw in New Philly what he saw with uh, West Holmes last week and uh, almost the exact same result. Now, yes. unfortunately for them, the Quakers take over with great field position, so it's going to be up to this tough Tigers D to uh, shut them down. Trotting onto the field for the Quakers, quarterback, junior number 11, Keaton Fossil. He will run out of the pistol set. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far, and here's the handoff to the running back. He runs up the middle for a very short gain of possibly two yards, and it will be handed off to number one, Etney Richardson. Good co uh, convergence there by the entire Tigers' defense. The hole was there for a second, and as soon as it opened, it shut almost immediately. Short gain, good start for the D. Second and eight from the 
New Philly 41-yard line. Quakers have the football. First quarter, 11-26 to play, no score. New Philly has the ball for the first time. Shotgun snap, here's the snap, back to pass. Fossil throws far sideline and one hops it incomplete into the turf to the intended receiver for Carson Long. Yeah, he, he, did, a, he did a boot on that one, and good coverage by Mansfield Sr. Even if uh, Long had caught it, he wasn't going anywhere, so they still would have been short by about four or five yards at the first down. So let's see if the Tigers could bring that pressure they showed last week. And this is what I was talking to Coach Bradley about all week. You want to get New Philly in these third and eight situations. They're not a comfortable throwing from behind kind of team. They like to ground and pound and establish third and short. So we'll see what Coach Bradley and the defense can draw up here on third and eight from the New Philly 41. Here's a snap, fake handoff. Quarterback rolls to the there inside, and he's going to be sacked. Phillips. And guess who it is? Cymer Phillips, the monster. Had a huge game last week, three and a half sacks. Talk about a ball game for the junior. Oh, absolutely. I mean, him him and Mo Bradley, good good gracious. Those two could have played out there by themselves and, and still been a dominant uh, defense last week. They were just everywhere, both of them. Last week, Maurice Bradley the second, 11 tackles leading the team. He had the game-clinching pick six against West Holmes. After the game, I talked to him and his old man, Mo Sr., and they are so excited for this young man's potential. Here's the punt by Mushrush, and Dismuke will pick it up at the 22. He'll run on the near side, runs right into about three defenders and pushed out of bounds on the near sideline, just shy of the 30-yard line. So first and 10 for Duke Reese and the offense upcoming. Yeah, well, let's see if uh, the Tigers can run the ball like they did last week. That was such a, a breath of fresh air to see him do that. But real quick, Mo Sr. told me he thinks – this kid's going to be better than me. And that's saying a lot because yeah. Mo Sr. Yeah. has a lot of records here, and he is a legend in the 90s, and he also played for Western Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, one other thing on that punt, though, Nick, I don't know if you – you know, you, you were watching the ball. I was watching the pressure. Uh, Tigers got real close to blocking that. They, uh, if that keeps up like that, they're going to get one tonight. First and 10 for Duke Reese in the offense. He'll run out of the shotgun. Tank Petty is on his right hip. Two receivers spread out on the far side, one on the near. Here's the snap, first and 10. Duke's going to keep it up the near hash mark. Now turns the corner, has room to run. 35 to the 40, to the 50. He has a lot of room to run, and he is pushed out of bounds on the near sideline around the 40-yard line, maybe even inside of the 40, around the 37 is where they're going to spot him. And a huge play, and the quarterback just taking off, making plays with his feet. Absolutely. It was a read option. He pulled it out of the belly of the – Running back, he went downfield, and Nate Dismuke with a great block downfield sprung him for another 15 yards. Excellent downfield blocking by the Tigers. First and 10 for Duke Reese in the offense in New Philly territory at the 37. Petty's on his left hip. First and 10, back to pass Duke. Throws over the middle into triple coverage and still mm. making the catch. No, nope, he dropped oh, it. Oh, he dropped it. Mm. My apologies, but Oof. that was a golden opportunity. Jermaine Bradley just couldn't quite haul it in. What a throw by Duke. Yeah, that was a beautiful throw. He dropped it right in over the zone, but unfortunately, I mean, when you have three guys hit you like that, it's hard to hang on to the ball. I can't, I can't blame the kid for not being able to hang on to it, although you'd like to see him do it, but man. Tigers trying to knock on the door here. Second and 10, 10-15 to play. First quarter, no score. Here's a snap on second down. Hands it off to Petty. Runs up the middle. Tried to get a little downhill run. He had an opening, but quickly New Philly was there to greet him. So it's going to be a short gain inside of the 35-yard line. Three-yard run. Yeah, it was a it was a cutback. He went off to the right, then cut back to the left. The hole was there. And but like you said, he got 
downfield, and that hole closed real quick, third and long. Third and seven, under 10 minutes to play opening quarter. Duke out of the shotgun, Petty on his left hip. One receiver on the far side, two on the near, and Dismick in motion. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Third and seven. Throws over the middle. Had the opening, and Jonte O'Brien could not catch it. He tried to make a one-handed grab. It was thrown a little behind him, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, he had to kind of turn, and it was thrown behind him. And, yeah, the one-handed catch would have been a great highlight. But, yeah, that's really, really tough to ask when you got a kid running full speed to turn and make that grab with one hand. So it's fourth and seven from the New Philly 34-yard line. Tigers have the football, and the offense is staying on the field. And a little too far from Quinton DeBolt's field goal range, but I tell you what, that kid has a heck of a leg. Yeah, yeah, and I like this call anyways. Yes. Fourth and seven from the 34. Duke out of the gun. Receiver in motion from left to right. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Fourth down. Pump fakes. Has an opening. Doesn't run. He's looking downfield. Throws. Waiting for his receiver to get open, and he does. First and ten. Mansfield senior. And guess who it is? Amar the star who just broke the reception record last week against West Holmes. And how about the patience? You were wanting him to take off, Craig, but the patience by the quarterback to find the open receiver and the mailman himself, Amar Davis. Yeah. Yeah, I was over here. I was pointing. I'm like, just go, 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 because it was open over there. But like you said, the patience and it delivered there first and 10 now Tigers in the red zone ball spotted at the 19 yard line nine minutes to play first quarter here's a snap and they'll hand it off to Amar Davis he tries to run a little jet sweep on the near side not much going and a nice job defensively for New Philly to sniff that one out yeah they they really did sniff it out because when Davis first got the ball there was a huge hole there and they they closed in very quickly second it's going to be second and seven, and the ball spotted around, what, Craig, the 17-yard line. And New Philly Amar spreads out to the far side. Four receivers up top. Four on three. One on the near. Here's the snap. Duke throws the screen to Amar outside. Amar's going to try to run it in. Ten to the five to the goal line. Did they give it to him? Waiting touchdown, Tigers. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to step on you there, Nick. But You're good. Amar Dave Davis delivers a touchdown reception. And he's he used his athleticism, Craig, to run into the end zone. Yeah, he was on the he was on the right side, and he motioned all the way over to the left side. the The receivers lined up in a diamond formation, which nobody went with him. Left four on three, and I was just I had to blurt it out, man. It was obvious. I knew the ball was going there. Six to zero, Mansfield senior off the Amar Davis. Score, and the PAT, the kick is up, and it is good with 8.19 to play in the first quarter. We're going to keep it here as we still settle in here. Thanks for joining us on YouTube and on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, Mansfield Sr., just scoring courtesy of a 16-yard touchdown reception from Duke Reese to Amar Davis. And I don't know if you were listening to Coach Bradley before the game, my friend. Mm -hmm. He talked about, I asked him, who, give me one player. Who did he say? Duke Reese, and on that drive, Duke Reese, big run with his feet. Mm -hmm. Then he was able to read the defense, see that he had the mismatch with the four wide receivers up against the three defenders. Nice little perfect screen pass to Amar, and he let Amar the star take it home. Yeah, well, not only that, I mean, you look at the one pass that was dropped uh, earlier in the drive where he just dropped that thing perfectly in the middle of the zone between three guys. And, you know, unfortunately, they didn't come up with the reception there, but that was such a beautiful pass. Uh, I think Duke's coming 
getting into a rhythm, throwing the ball. You know, at the beginning of the year, he, he had some issues. He was a little injured. Uh, clearly, I would say he's over that injury now, and it looks it. It looks like it. And look, you said the patience, and I love what this kid has shown this year with his patience. Yes. Several times he's looked for the, you know, waited and waited and waited and not just took off and ran and found his receiver. And I like what I'm seeing as far as that goes, even though I did want him to run that time. <laughs> so Quinn DeBold is on to – Kick things off for the Tigers. 7-0, Mansfield Senior. 8-19 to play first quarter. And kicks it into the turf. Picked up by one of the Quakers. That's Della Cruz. 25 to the 30. Far side of the field. Still room to run. 40-yard line and a shoestring tackle by one of the Tigers. And I think the bolt and maybe number 11 for Mansfield Senior. CJ with the stop. Yeah, uh, Della Cruz actually showed a little speed there. And it was just straight up the middle. Some good blocking by the Quakers. But... He showed a little burst there, and like you said, shoestring tackle. Uh, that really could have been bad news for the Tigers. So, Well, if you're just joining us, New Philly uh, had fantastic field position on their first drive, couldn't capitalize. They had to give it to Mansfield Sr. And now for the second time in a row, they have field position at the 40-yard line, first and 10. For Keaton Fossil, out of the pistol set, running back behind him. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. That's, that is Richardson, Etney Richardson, the senior. For Coach Mike Johnson for a decent gain of about four yards up to the 49-yard line of New Philly. Yeah, just a simple dive play. Uh, good way for any offense to try and get a rhythm going, especially a run-oriented offense. Uh, they did get the four yards. Uh, let's see if Mansfield can uh, can stop this uh, this drive here. Second and six, 7.43 to play. First quarter, Mansfield up 7-0. to zero. Here's the snap. Quakers have the ball, quarterback keep up the middle, has the first down, and he's into Tiger territory. And they'll mark him down at the 49-yard 49 49 yard line of Mansfield Sr. Now, unfortunately, so a that, nice run there by the quarterback, Keaton Fossil. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a play that the T.Y. Tiger defense and the fans know too well. That was uh, the QB power that uh, the St. Vincent, St. Mary, and Maslin both ran uh, very effectively against this defense. Uh, let's hope that uh, that was just a... Uh, one-off play and it doesn't become a trend and actually they're going to say that he fell short so this is a oh, third wow. and one so a bad spot for them but it doesn't matter as they'll hand it off to the running back he has room to run 40 35 and inside of the 30 yard line first and 10 a big run for Edney Richardson yeah that he they handed the ball off there's a little opening over there to the right side he took it between the guard and the tackle and then he just kind of weaved his way through the linebackers into the secondary got all the way down to the 28 yard line so they'll spot it officially at the 27 as fossils out of the shotgun richardson on his right hip here's the snap he'll run with it quarterback keep again another sizable run runs right through that offensive line, and I think he has another first down inside of the 20-yard line. Yeah, that's that. it's that same quarterback power play, except it was flipped to the opposite side of the line. Uh, like I said, I'm hoping that doesn't become a trend because, like I said, St. Vincent, St. Mary, and Maslin both ran that play to death and got huge yardage out of that. So hopefully uh, Coach Bradley and this defense can make some adjustments and shut that down. 6.08 and counting. First quarter, 7-0, Mansfield Senior over New Philly. Here's the snap, first and 10. Fossil hands it off to Richardson. Richardson tries to run a counter to the outside on the far side of the field. He's going to have about a six-yard run on first down. Sets up second and four. They'll spot it around the 12-yard line. 
Yeah, he just uh, he got the ball and he hit the line of scrimmage. It was pretty well defended, but he made one guy miss, then powered his way down there to the 12. So he's not a very big back, but he's shown some power. Second and five is the call. Here's the snap. Quarterback runs up the middle. Again, they're going to continue that quarterback draw until Mansell Sr. can stop him. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, same play. They just flip flop. They keep flip-flopping that run. Exact same run. They just flip it from left side to right side back to the left. It's the exact same run. QB power where they have the running back off to the side. They kind of uh, – almost trap the inside uh, defensive lineman, and they bring the running back around as a lead blocker. Third and one off the Fossil quarterback draw. Under five to play first quarter, hands it off to Richardson and the Tigers greet him, and I don't think he got the first down, Craig. We'll wait for the official no. spot. I think he's going to be about half a yard short, but if you're a new Philly, you're going all the way here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to. When you look at how quickly and easily they uh, the Tigers move down the field, if you're the Quakers and Coach Johnson, you gotta you got to go here. So the question is, what does Chokey Bradley do defensively here? And look who's coming into the game. He's bringing the beef in. Well, Carmelo Smith and Amon Fatman Thomas will play nose tackle here. That's because the Quakers play. brought in the beef, too. Look at that. So here we go. Fourth and one. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Richardson. Tigers had him stop, but he might have gotten it. It's close. Inside of the 10 to about the 8-yard line. Boy, that is close. I don't know. Mansell Sr. celebrating. Chokey's pointing the other way. Yeah, I don't think he got it from where that uh, line judge is sitting. And, and he did and it is a turnover on downs. And I'll tell you what, I'm looking at my monitor there on that play, and that was they had Richardson for about a two-yard loss, mm -hmm. and he was able to slip away from the defender. They stretched the jersey out a little bit as well. Yeah. I didn't hear who got the stop, but I, I did, what a big I didn't, play. I didn't uh, hear it either. Uh, I mean, Richardson's only 165 pounds, uh, but, I mean, again – you know, he, like you said, he stopped in the backfield and he just muscled his way out of it. That kid's showing some power for, for, for being, uh, for being kind of a little guy. Minutemen seven to zero over Worcester. That's in the first quarter. First and ten, Mansfield Senior. Their defense stalling the new Philly run. So Duke Reese trots back onto the field for the offense. Four oh seven to play first quarter, and it looks like the back again is going to be Tank Petty. He'll hand it off to Petty. Petty's going to run. And he's going to run up to about the 10-yard line, and he's going to be tripped up right there at the 10. So a two-yard run for Tank. Yeah, not a bad play. Uh, deep, that deep in your end zone, uh, especially with the way you were running the ball last week and how you've started this week, uh, I think that's a safe call. You don't want to put your team in jeopardy back there that far. Get a little more breathing room so maybe you could take a shot or two. Second and eight from the 10-yard line. Here's the snap. Duke throws a screen, dumps it off to Petty right through his hands incomplete. Couldn't quite haul it in. I like the play call there because Tank would have had the ability to run past the defender and have a sizable gain on second down. Yeah, he had three blockers out in front of him, and uh, even the guy he had to beat, he had the angle on, and he probably would have uh, got past him fairly easily. Unfortunately, I think he was doing one of those he saw the blockers and saw the green grass in front of him and was looking at that more than the ball. 327 and counting, first quarter, Mansfield Senior 7, New Philly 0, third and eight upcoming for Duke Reese in the offense. Tigers have the football. And they have to get it off quick here. Three on the play clock. They do. They get the snap. 
Duke back to pass, has time to throw, now rolls to the outside. He looks downfield, patience again, throws it and is caught on the far sideline. And a late hit, and a flag here late. It's going to be on New Philly as the wide receiver was absolutely nailed, and I believe that was Jayante O'Brien. Yeah. And it was, and that's out to about the 28-yard line. So first of all, again, Duke using his patience, Craig, mm -hmm. delivering on the throw, and then we have tacking on a personal foul at the end. They're going to have fantastic field position. Absolutely. Uh, another beautiful throw. I mean, he threw that exactly where – I mean, nobody could have got it but, but uh, Giante. And it was a nice toe tap, and he got the feet down. He took one step out of bounds, and the new Philly guy just, like you said, he just blasted him. Uh, no surprise, there was a flag there that had to have been that had to be thrown. But now they're there. They are at the 42-yard line. Great field position, like you said, for the Tigers. First and ten, ball at the 43, as Craig just mentioned. Duke out of the gun. Back on his right hip, one receiver on the far, two on the near. Amar just moves in motion now, and fakes shovel pass. He's going to keep it. He's going to run on the outside. Tries to turn the corner, and he does. Midfield, and he's going to be tripped up around the midfield. And I think they're going to spot it down into – well, this uh, official needs to make up her mind here. She <laughs> floating back and forth doing the moonwalk, and they'll spot it at the 50-yard line. Yeah, that was a great design play call because they faked it to uh, Amar, and the whole defense – Went with Amar, leaving a nice lane there for uh, uh, Duke Reese. Just one guy away from breaking it there. Here we go, second down, and a handoff to the running back. He's close to a first down. And is that a penalty flag on the field? Yes, it is. So for the moment, Tigers might have a first down here, but we'll check the flag. I think I'm wondering if it's uh might be on New Philly. I haven't seen in a signal yet, but the way uh the way uh Zion Brown went down, he kind of went down kind of head first. It almost looked from here like maybe he got somebody got a hold of a face mask. They're waving off the flag. They'll pick it up. New Philly fans are clapping, so originally it was going to be on New Philly, but the refs wave off the flag, but guess what? That run is good enough for a first down. Zion Brown, a three-yard run, first and ten, Mansfield Sr. That will move the ball into Quaker territory at the 47. Officials timeout. I think they're having an issue with the chain on the opposite side. Chain, chain, chain. <laughs> chain, but chain gang better get it together or else they might end up working on a real That's chain gang. because they don't have the great Derek Lazier running <laughs> the chains. Uh, like they will next week at Lexington. 2.37 to play, first quarter. Mansfield 7, New Philly 0. Duke Reese runs out of the shotgun, first and 10 from the New Philly 47-yard line. One receiver on the far side, trips on the near. Here's the snap, back to pass. Duke under pressure. He's going to run, has an opening. 45 to the 40, inside of the 40-yard line. He's going to be tripped up around the 38. He is close to another first down. I think he's going to be about a yard short. Yeah, again, uh, just just a great uh, great uh, individual play there by Duke Reese. The pressure came up off the uh, left side. He stepped up, looked downfield, nothing there, and then took off and got those big nine yards. Second and one off the nine-yard run by the Duke. As he's starting to find his rhythm here. Yeah, Good he's start for the game for Duke Reese. Yeah, he's the last couple weeks he's been making some excellent decisions, both throwing the ball and uh, – Deciding when to keep it and run. And Chokey keeps saying, that's why we played Maslin this year. Everyone mm -hmm. kept saying to him, why are we playing Maslin? You learn. 
Here's the snap, and I think we might have a timeout for the Tigers, and we do. We're going to go ahead and take a break as well with 1.43 to play in the first quarter. Mansfield Senior leads New Philly 7-0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson off the Mansfield timeout, second and one to go for Mansfield Senior Offense. They will have the ball at the new Philly 38-yard line, Craig. Yeah, it it looked like uh, the Tigers were a little bit uh, disoriented on offense. Coach Bradley didn't like it, Uh, you know. You're up uh, by seven. You got a good drive going. You don't want to do anything that's going to stall that drive out. Uh, calm everybody down. Get everybody on the same page. Let's march down the field and get six. Second and one. Back on the left hip of Reese. And Giante O'Brien in motion. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Has time to throw. Throws over the middle. It's caught by Nate the Great. 15-10 to the five. Touchdown, Tigers. <laughs> Nate Dismuke takes it to the house. Just like that, T.Y. is on the board, 13-0, to play first quarter. That was an, another amazing pass by Duke. That was a laser on a, on a deep in route. Uh, at first, I thought he overthrew the, the uh, underneath receiver, and then I saw Dismuk cutting out or cutting across the middle. He took it, and it was just a foot race from there to the end zone. C- uh, Mansfield Senior showing they definitely have the edge speed-wise. That's something I guarantee you they're going to take advantage of throughout the evening. Griff, or excuse me, Quentin DeBolt on to attempt the PAT. Dalen McGinty to hold. The kick is up, and it is perfect. And Q continues to impress, but he is limping off the field. That's something to watch. Hopefully he is okay, and he can just walk it off. Maybe he stepped on his ankle. With 134 to play in the first quarter, makes the score. Mansfield Senior 14, New Philly 0. And you were just talking about, Craig, the athleticism, mismatch so far in this first quarter for Mansfield Senior. I agree with you. We knew that Mansfield is probably nine times out of ten, maybe outside of a Maslin, going to have the speed advantage every week. Mm -hmm. That's where I think as long as you can stay disciplined Mm -hmm. and as long as you can stay fundamental, this team can go pretty far. I really, truly believe that. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously small sample size, but the only person that uh, I've seen from uh, New Philly that uh, has – the speed that would uh, make you worry is is, is uh, Richardson. Uh, he he does have he does have some speed. Their quarterback, I you know he's he's got a little bit of speed, but it's just been all that power QB run stuff. So I think if they can shut that down, I, I think they'll be in complete control of this game. So Debolt shaking off the ankle. He is on to kick off at the forty yard line, and once again you have. Jordy Dela Cruz back deep for the Quakers. 134 to play here in this first quarter. Tigers kicking off. Here's a pooch kick over the middle. Live ball, and the Quakers fall on it. And uh, the, <laughs> the gentleman ran into one of his teammates. That has to hurt. And covering that one up is number three, Brody Gilland. 
Well, that actually, this is actually ending up being the worst field position the Quakers have had all night because the first one was that real short pooch kick that they recovered, and then the other one was the Dela Cruz big return. So maybe this is, uh, you know, the, the Tigers are just deciding, you know what, we're just going to kick it kind of high and over the middle, kind of lop it in, lob it in there, and uh, let our speed get down there and make the tackle. The last drive for New Philly resulted in a turnover and downs in the red zone, so they desperately now need to get some points on this drive. First and ten for Keaton Fossil, the quarterback, the junior quarterback. Receiver in motion for them. Fake shovel pass. He's going to run with that draw again. Tries to turn the corner on the near side. And Mo Bradley fumble. He stripped the ball right out of his hands. The official says Mansfield football. Oh, my goodness. We were talking about Mo Bradley before the game, Craig. And he literally, I saw it. He just runs right up and stripped the ball right out. And Mansfield Sr. has another turnover in this game. I believe that was Carter Kessler. So the quarterback draw that worked on the last drive haunts New Philly on that play. A fumble, and they're going to spot this fantastic field position for Duke Reese in the offense at the 44-yard line. Under 90 seconds to play, first quarter, 14-0 Mansell Sr. with an opportunity to go up three scores. Go ahead. They, they had the four-on-three out there again. They had four-on-two, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had four-on-two. They so, brought Davis back to the backfield. Well, Davis they is still have, in they, the backfield. They He's still on have three-on-two. He's on the left hip now. Now he moves to the right hip. You're right. Well, the, the third one there is kind of running the zone. So here's the snap. Hands it off to Amar. Spins. Misses one tackle. Misses another. Spins again and dives inside of the 45 for a very short gain to about the 47. And the officials better get control of this game. It's starting to get chippy here as Nate Dismute getting into it with number four for the Quakers. That is Pete DiDonato. Yeah, I, I think they missed an opportunity there because, yeah, you see, technically they did have three over there, but it was the, the safety, and he was like 12 yards off the ball. Uh, that would have been, you know, a perfect time to have a Duke audible out of that and throw a screen pass because – now, wait a minute. The officials, this is a mess here. What's going on? Come on, guys. Sorry, Craig, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, I'm just we saying. We have a stop and play. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I think that they could have, uh, you know, gotten a pretty good chunk of yardage there because it was, you know, it was, like I said, it was basically three on two because that safety, yeah, he was kind of over there, but he was on the hash mark, and he was like 12 yards deep. Well, I think the goal was just to use Amar no matter what on that play. They were diehard on Amar. They were selling out. Yeah, well, you can't blame them. Second <laughs> and nine from the 43-yard line in New Philly. Tigers have the football. Tank Petty's the back on the left hip of Duke Reese. Second and nine. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty, and he's going to be brought down for a loss. Back to the 45-yard line. It's going to be a two-yard loss. Sets up third and 11. Yeah, missed block up front. Uh, I don't, I don't know what happened there, but the entire right uh, or left side of the uh, offensive line came crashing down to the inside, left both the uh, D-tackle and D-end on that side completely unblocked. Petty had no chance. As soon as he got the ball, he was hit. Third and 11, under 20 seconds to play first quarter. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Throws deep near sideline, and I Petty, and it is intercepted by New Philadelphia inside of the 20-yard line. Basically a pun, if you will. It was intended for Nye Petty as Duke Reese threw into double coverage and New Philly made him pay for it. Yeah, for the first time all night, Duke didn't make a good decision. 
uh, and Mushrush came up with the with the pick, unfortunately. Uh, but as you said, it's almost as good as a punt. They're down inside the ten yard line. Well, and forgive me, but dare I say that that play there could have, if this comes down to like a really close game, that play there could save it for New Philly because the Tigers were marching mm-hmm. and they had the opportunity to go up three scores and possibly get a huge comfortable lead. Mm-hmm. So what a play there by New Philadelphia to stay in this ball yeah. game. Now you need the, ti- the Tigers if you're the Tigers. You need this defense. We've seen them do it before. Uh, New Philly's got it inside the right on the five-yard line. Uh, I could you know, Tigers need to get a safety here. We've seen them do it this year a couple first, times. First and ten, Fossil runs up the middle for a quarterback draw. Very little, if anything, on that play. Yeah, I think he's going to get a yard, uh, but that is it. The Tigers knew it was coming that time. That's going to end the first quarter with the score. Mansell Senior 14, New Philadelphia 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. Go Tigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels started the third or <laughs> second quarter, if I can talk, along with Craig Jackson. Craig, save me here, buddy. I didn't know this was Back to the Future. <laughs> time traveling already, man. Gotta it's not even Halloween. Time. It's, hey, not even Halloween. You don't even look like Doc oh, Brown yet. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. This is the start of the second quarter. There you go. As New Philly been pinned back deep off the interception. Duke Reese is intercepted by Jordy Delacruz right before the end of the first quarter. So they're going to spot it, what, at the six, Craig? Yeah. Here's the snap, quarterback back to pass, throws near side. It's caught. No, is yes, it is. It was awkward as he landed on one knee. So it's first and ten out at the 17-yard line. Yeah, they rolled out to get away from the pressure because I think New Philly realizes that they can't uh, – keep the pocket clean if they just drop him back so they rolled him out uh, he found the receiver but the ball was low that's why the receiver had to uh, drop the one knee they did get a first down out of it however so Carson Long for an 11 yard reception first and 10 as Craig just mentioned Keaton Fossil runs out of the shotgun running back Atney Richardson on his right hip Two receivers on each side. Here's the snap, hands it off to Richardson. Runs up the middle. He is stopped and then has a second opportunity to gain another yard or two for a short gain on first down up to about the 19-yard line. Yeah, he was met in the initial at the initial point of a, a attack, but he was able to spin out of it. Again, I mean, I can't, I can't help but compliment the kid's power. You know, the, he was stopped right at the line of scrimmage, was able to power out, spin it out of it, and he was able to scree- uh, scratch out two yards out of that. 
But still, good defensive play by the Tigers makes it second and long. So the interception by New Philly, can this lead to something? We'll find out. Pistol set on second and eight. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass under pressure, running for his life. He's going to be sacked all the way back inside of the 15-yard line to about the 13. Yeah, great play. Uh, they, uh, the initial pressure came from uh, Owens coming off the, coming off the uh, uh, left side there. The quarterback saw him kind of uh, sprinted out to the right side and just ran into a couple Tigers over there. He had no place to go. Tiger fans, uh, Craig, were just yelling, we want some Mo, we want some Mo. That was who was on the sack for the Tigers. Mo Bradley Jr. having a ball game tonight. Oh, I wouldn't expect anything less the way that kid's played this year. He's just well, been outstanding. Especially when there's a big game like this and, you know, your OCC season is on the line. Third and 13, here comes the pressure. Stop and play. I think we have a timeout in New Philly. We do. 9.57 to play here in the second quarter. Mansfield Senior 14, New Philly 0. You're shaking your head, Craig. Why? I think Coach Johnson, when he looks at the film, he's going to be kicking himself on that one because it was a uh, – it was one of those pop passes that OSU used to run back when Urban Meyer was there. Receiver came in motion. They kind of tossed it to the receiver up in front, and he had blockers over there coming around on the right side. And, I mean, it looked like he was going to have some, some big, big yardage to gain there, but they called that timeout and killed the play. Kind of wondering if, uh, like I said, if he sees that uh, when he watches that film, if he's just going to be like, oh, man. But the good thing about that is now that they've showed their hand with that, that's going to be something that the coaches up here in the press box, the defensive coaches, they've seen it now. So now they can communicate that to the players. And uh, and they'll be knowing what to look for and uh, could put a stop to it next time. They won't be caught off guard. 9.57 to play, third and 13. New Philly pinback deep. Can the Tiger defense get off the field? Keaton Fossil out of the shotgun. Edney Richardson on his right hip. Three receivers on the near side. Here's the snack. Back to pass under pressure. He's running for it. Tigers had him stop, and he's still going to run. A lot of room to run. 35 to the 30. I'm sorry, 25 to the 30. And he is going to have the first down and more all the way up to the 33-yard line. And that is unfortunate, Craig, because they did have him stop. Just couldn't quite complete the tackle. Yeah, the defender, the first defender that hit him had him for a very short loss, but that's what he did. He hit him. He didn't even try and tackle him. He, you know, he just, like, went in for the big hit, and all he really did was just the quarterback just bounced off him and kept going. He, he didn't even try and wrap up, and that player got uh, pulled out of the game and was getting an earful over there on the sidelines. First and 10, New Philly from their own 33-yard line. Receiver in motion. They'll shovel pass it to him. And he tries to turn the corner on the near side. A sizable gain on first down across the 35 up to about the 38-yard line. I believe that's the same play that they called the timeout on. They just flipped it to the opposite side of the field. So, yeah, five-yard five gain. Uh, nice gain on uh, first down. But I think the Tigers were better prepared for it that time. Because last time, like I said, there was a lot of green grass out there. Second and five from the 38. Fossil runs out of the shotgun. One receiver on the far side. He's got a fullback and a running back and hands it off to Richardson, and he's going to be brought down for a loss back to the 35. And who is that, Craig? I'm trying to look. Looks like Mello Smith. Yeah. Uh, or Mello Smith on the stop for the Tigers. Yeah, Smith just knifed in between the uh, center and the guard, met the running back back in the backfield. Brings, great play brings up a third and long. 
which puts the Quakers in a passing situation. And as you said earlier, Nick, they're not real comfortable doing that. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Tigers bring some heat here and uh, make Fossil really uncomfortable. Third and seven, and this is not, like you just mentioned, something New Philly is comfortable with, third and long. From the 36, here's the snap. Back to pass. Fossil has some room, and he throws over the middle. It's caught at the 45. It is a first down. And on the reception is number four, Pete D. Donato, and we have a skirmish on the far sideline. No flag at the moment. I hope they don't throw that flag. Yeah, I think the it's new Philly. Shippy. Yeah, I think the new Philly fans were wanting a penalty because Mansfield Senior got a penalty, but they were the Tiger defenders were already a hold of the running or on hold of a hold of the receiver as he was running and just drug him down out of bounds. It wasn't like a late hit like it was on New Philly before. First and ten for the Quakers as they march into Mansfield territory, trailing fourteen to zero. Here's the snap, hands it off to Richardson, and uh, he is tripped up. He had the opportunity for a good gain on first down, but the Tigers, I'm trying to see who that was, but what a play to kind of get in there, Craig, with the shoestring tackle. I'm thinking that's number 13 for the Tigers on the stop, uh, Dijon Corbin. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I kind of wondered uh, who got it because, to me, it almost looked like the turf monster reached up and grabbed him because uh, Corbin was kind of pancaked on the ground, and I think he just reached out there and caught his foot. It still counts as a oh, tackle. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Second and nine from the 44-yard line. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. Fossil throws near side. It's caught, and making a man miss. McGinty could not quite get the call there or get the tackle, and it is complete to number two, Jordy Dela Cruz, and we have oh. extracurricular here. And I think that time they're going to get the Tigers for a personal foul after yeah. the play. Yeah, two flags thrown by two different officials. And, and Coach Bradley is screaming at Nate Dismuke, you have to be better than that. Yeah. They were doing so well tonight, you have to be disciplined in a game like yeah. this. Yeah, and and again, you had uh, you had McGinty sit there, and he come up to make the play, and he just went for the hit and didn't go for the tackle, which let the receiver break free, you know, get uh, almost 10 yards, and then that led to the exchanging of words over here on the sideline. And the call from the official. Personal foul on Mansfield Sr. So we'll see where they spot this ball. And now New Philly is in business. As this is now going to be deep into Tiger territory. In Is it going to be in the red zone? It's going to be close. Yeah, I think it. Just shy at the 22-yard yeah. line. It looks like the official is going to place the football. Yeah, just outside the red zone. But, yeah, like you said, that's terrible, terrible timing for a penalty right there, especially a personal foul. Hmm. That's unfortunate. So first and 10 from the 22-yard line. Keaton Fossil, empty backfield, five wide, three on the far, two on the near. First and 10, here's the snap. He's going to run right up the middle, has an opening. 15 to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, New Philadelphia. Great downfield blocking by the Quakers. You can't deny that. But, again, it was a quarterback run. That time it was just a straight-up draw. Five wide receivers spread the Tigers out thin. And then they just uh, brought the guard around, led him up in the hole, and the guard was cleaned down to like the eight-yard line before he even had to look for somebody to block. And Fossil basically just walks into the end zone. 14-6. to six. Aiden Mushrush. There's a mouthful for you. It's sophomore 6-6, Craig, on to attempt the PAT. 
Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is no good. And it looked like it was even deflected. I don't know what happened there, but. I think it did get tipped. Bruce was also talking, too. Did you notice that? He started talking during the kick, oh. and a couple of new Philly coaches started yelling. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But regardless, the PAT is no good. 6.59 to play, 14-6. to 6. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson off the new Philly 22-yard touchdown run by the quarterback Keaton Fossil, making it 14-6. Guy Trader back deep. For the Tigers, along with Nate Dismute. And must rush, kick on the near side is caught. That's Amar, 30, 35. Nice little stiff arm. He's running for his life, though, and five Quakers it takes to bring that young man down. I tell you what, you said it was getting chippy, and boy, is it out there, right? Clean on the other side of the field at the hash mark. You had number eight for uh, New Philadelphia, and... Uh, who was it? Well, you know, uh, Nye Petty over there uh, pushing each other after the play, and New Philly, the kid from New Philly slammed Petty down to the ground. Uh, these refs have got to got to restore some uh, restore some calmness here because it is getting chippy, awful, awful early. Fourteen to six is now the Mansfield lead. Quakers just scored a touchdown. Tigers have the ball back. First and ten. Zion Brown is the running back standing behind Duke Reese on first and 10 from the 38. Here's the snap, hands it off. Zion has room to run 40, 45, and he is tripped up just shy around the 47-yard line. He's going to be a nine-yard run for Zion, second and one. Yeah, that's one thing that uh, Zion Brown can bring is he could, he's got some giddy-up to his step. Uh, you know, Tank Petty's more of the power, and, and, and uh, Zion's more of the speed. And that's what he can give you, just a quick burst. Second and one, here's the snap and a delayed handoff. Miscommunication, penalty marker is down. As Zion Brown, all those yards on first down, he's going to lose about four of them. He is pushed back around the 37-yard line. We'll check the flag, though. I believe it's going to be holding on Mansfield Sr. Uh, they, they completely, they missed, uh, they had two guys come right up the middle uh, on, on the Tigers. Like I said, it was a delayed handoff. Oh, it's a face mask. On New Philly, okay. and that's a break for the yeah. Tigers. A huge break. I was going to say, if that was holding, that was just going to be absolutely devastating and really turn the momentum even more in New Philly's favor. But now this is devastating for New Philly because the ball was close to midfield after that run. What are you pointing at? The smoke coming up over there on the opposite side oh, of the field sorry. behind the trees. I'm focused on the game. I don't know about you. I'm here to call a football game. Oh, I am too, but it caught my eye. I don't know whose house is burning First, down, but I hope they're okay. Well, let's worry about that in a second. Here we go. First and ten. Here's the snap. Hands it off. That is 
Zion Brown for a short gain inside of the 40 down to about the 38-yard line. Okay, wow, that is something. Now that you pointed that out, that that is scary. I don't even know if uh, the smoke over there, uh, hopefully everything's okay. That does not look good. No. There is a big cloud of black smoke just behind the advanced auto parts. Second and eight back here at Arlen Field. <laughs> Squirrel. Oh, it is s'more season. Maybe somebody's in the backyard. Oh, my. <laughs> That's terrible. Someone's I'm probably sorry. losing their house, and you're cold-hearted. I know. Second and nine. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass under pressure. Good block there by the guard to keep him involved. Duke lost the ball fumble, but luckily it rolls out of bounds around the 36-yard line. And New Philly's trying to say they had the football. It clearly went out of bounds on the yeah, near sideline here. I don't, I don't know, know what they were seeing. Well, how, would they even, how could they even see it? They're 50-some yards away. Well, I think at this point they're just wanting to catch a break here. Yeah, well, Duke was very careless with that ball. When he decided to run, he still held the ball out kind of out far from his body like a loaf of bread. And, uh, yeah, he, they're lucky it rolled out of bounds because uh, that was not, not a – Good uh, play there by Duke Reese. He needs to hold that ball high and tight if he's going to take off running. Third and six is the call at the New Philly 35-yard line. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Has time to throw. Now he's under pressure. Rolls to the near side. Thrown and it's incomplete. Great defense there by the Quakers. It was intended, I believe, for Amar Davis. And to break up that play was the senior, number two, Jordy Dela Cruz. What a play by the defensive back. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, – uh, Davis come back when he saw Duke start to scramble a little bit like you're supposed you know like you're supposed to and uh, got himself open he had beat the defender Duke got the ball there but uh, Dela Cruz showed some of that speed he showed on the opening kickoff made up that ground and was able to knock the ball out of Davis's hands fourth down fourth and six now Tiger offense staying on the field ball spotted at the Quaker 35 yard line Duke wants to snap it quick, and he does. Here's the snap. Duke throws over the middle. It's caught. First down to Moore, 20, 15 to the 10 to the 5 to the goal line. Touchdown, Tigers. Guess who? Amar Davis for the touchdown. 5.08 to play in the second quarter, and the Tigers strike. 20 to 6 is the Tiger lead. Yeah, new Philly dropped back into a zone, a soft zone. Davis ran kind of a deep slant in. Uh, well, almost a post pattern in the middle. And as soon as he caught it, I knew he was gone because there was just too much space there. There was no way New Philly was going to be able to close that with his speed. Amar Davis strikes. And I was waiting. We hadn't called his name all night practically. And number eight extends the lead now off the DeBolt PAT, 21-6. Mansfield Sr. leads New Philly in the OCC Potential Championship game. 5.08 to play here in the first half. We'll take a break. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lala Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson here. And Craig on 4th and 6th. Chokey Bradley and the offense, and Matt Albert, the offensive coordinator, rolling the dice. 
They find the quarterback finds Amar in the middle of the field. Boom, touchdown Tigers. Yeah, like I said, as soon as he caught it, I knew he was gone. Nobody on New Philly really has the speed to match Davis in a foot race. And when he caught it, he was he was in the middle of the field. He had beat his guy in the zone. And the safeties that were deep were off outside the hashes. There was just no way they were going to catch him. And now here comes the fire department as we were talking about that cloud of smoke. I don't think somebody's burning some tree leaves or something, Mr. Jackson. I think somebody's probably in real trouble. Yeah. So we hope everything is okay over there. <sighs> real quick, well, after, after, after this kickoff, I want yes, to say something. The bolt on the kickoff, again with the poocher. And this is actually probably as far as this kick tonight, 20-yard line picked up. And the Tigers are there, two of them there to greet him. Guy Trader was in on that one along with Jayante O'Brien. Stops him around the 22-yard line, first and 10, New Philly upcoming. Okay, so I wanted to go back to when New Philly kicked off after their score. It just kind of dawned on me, if you're New Philly and you're doing a kick like that, why in the world are you kicking to Amar Davis? I mean, they stopped him, but given what that kid has done this year and what he's capable of, wouldn't you kick to the opposite side of the field? Why did West Holmes kick to him last, last week and he had a 71-yard return for a touchdown? Okay, fair point, but... I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's, you know, you got to admire the courage. First I guess. And 10. <laughs> With five minutes to play here in the second quarter, here's the snap on first and 10. Ball spotted at the 23, and Edney Richardson on the carry, and he's going to be across the 25 up to about the 28-yard line. So five-yard run on first and 10. Yeah, again, I, I just can't help but admire this kid's strength. I mean, he was probably two yards downfield before he had some Tigers defenders on him, and he just kept pumping the legs and got three more yards. I mean, he's not that big of a kid, but, man, is he showing some determination and power. On second down, they'll run the football again. Edney Richardson on the carry. And penalty markers flying everywhere. It was a short gain. Didn't get the first down. Well, if you look where the official holds the is holding the ball, that might be a first down. But I, I don't know who the penalty is on. Mike Johnson, the head coach, is trying to get an explanation from one of the line judges. I would guess by the reaction that it's against New Philly. It is against New Philly. Unnecessary roughness. That's the second personal foul against New Philly. So we talked about the Tigers trying to maintain discipline. That has been an issue for New Philly tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, saw, I saw the reaction in New Philly, and the one, uh, the one lineman grabbed the other lineman and just started shaking him. Uh, and it wasn't one of those, you know, hey, well, that was a great play type, type shakes. It was like, what are you doing? You were talking, emotions are running high, and it's chippy out there. I mean, this is the potential OCC championship game, so New Philly is just trying to leave it all out there. They're playing very aggressively. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm so sure. So it's second and 15 now. Fossil back to pass. He'll run. No, he's going to throw it away wisely. I thought he had an opening. and He didn't just throw uh, it nice away. Job. He almost threw it to us. <laughs> he, yeah, he did throw it into the stands yeah. about four rows deep. Yeah. Yeah, Tigers, great uh, great now, coverage there. It, guess what? Bread and butter time for Chucky Bradley's defense because it's third and 15 mm -hmm. from the uh, – trying to see what yard line they're at, the 18-yard line. Yeah. The one thing you got to make sure if you're uh, 
uh, Coach Bradley in this defense is, A, you have to wrap up when you make the hit, and, B, when you're rushing the passer, you got you got to make sure you're rushing him from all sides that you don't get pinned to one side and let the quarterback roll out like he did the one you know the last couple times and scramble and get some yards. John Davis is screaming downstairs. I can see him. He's yelling fourth down. The scoreboard has fourth down. I wonder if New Philly knows this. And on the field, they have third down here. What a train wreck this is. And it's thrown incomplete. It should be a turnover on downs. Can you hear John? Yeah. I can hear John screaming. Yeah. I think John's saying that was fourth down. Wow, so what's going on? No, they're running on the, the – they're the, getting an extra down. They're, they're getting a fifth down. Yeah, they're going to do the punt. We've seen a punt on third down, and now we've seen one on fifth down. Can yeah. you believe this? What a strange season. Well, so, I mean, it's not as bad as last week where we literally had sparks flying. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Dismuke standing at, a, at the 50-yard line here off the punt, upcoming from New Philly, and it's a great punt. Nate catches it, 50-yard line. And tries He's to bring got it a lane. in, and he turns the corner near side. Flag is down. He is to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. He's going to score, but penalty marker is down, and that will probably be a block in the back. Yeah, that, that ball, I would say that's definitely coming back because that's all the way up at the 40, 45, 46-yard line, which is a shame because if you look at where the flag's at, uh, Dismuke was clean over here by the sideline. That that penalty is probably 15, 20 yards away from where the ball, uh, where the action with the ball is actually happening. Uh, completely unnecessary. So let's see where they spot. So block in the back. So they're going to spot the ball. They should have it at their own 40, which is still good field position. But it takes That's a killer, points off. though, yeah, because it takes, it takes points the off points off the, point. off yeah. the board. Exactly. Wow. So, but I thought last week's officials struggled, and tonight uh, they've uh, I haven't been bad, but uh, that that's pretty bad when you give a team five downs. Yeah, yeah, but they're. I tried a lot last week to give the ben officials the benefit of the doubt, and by the end of the game, I was with you. They they were absolutely terrible. First and ten for Duke Reese in the offense. Three forty to play until halftime. 21-6 is the Tiger lead, and they have the football back. Duke Reese lines up out of the shotgun. Tank Petty on his left hip, three receivers on the near side. Here's the snap, hands it off to Tank. Tank met with contact for about a two-yard gain up to the 47-yard line. Yeah, credit to Petty if he even get two yards. They shot the uh, outside linebacker on a, on a blitz there, which was the same side that Petty was running to. He made contact, but Petty was still able to get two yards. Credit to him for showing some power there and staying on his feet. Lexington up 20-0 on Worcester. The Minutemen have awoken. Here we go on second down. Duke Reese keeps it. Short gain, spins, and he is brought down around the 48-yard line. So one-yard run for Duke Reese. 2.58 and counting here until halftime. Stay tuned for the half as Craig and I will have stats, scores from around the area. And also my college football preview, as always. So stay tuned for that. Is Rutgers playing in a big game this weekend? Yeah, they are. They're oh. always playing in a big game. Okay. They're a good football team. <laughs> Third and seven. I can't help it that I know more about college football than you do. Them's fighting words, my friend. <laughs> Third and seven. Duke out of the gun. 
Guy trader in motion. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Duke has time. Now he's going to roll to the outside. He has a lane to run, but throws deep downfield. Incomplete. Can't hit his receiver in stride on the far sideline. And I can't see who that was intended to. 17. A nine petty. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Duke saw him a little too late. He, he should have ran for the first down, but yeah. that's all right. He Well, he, he went out of the pocket, and he was looking downfield. And like you said, he could have run and got the first down, but he was reading, and he just – Petty was his last read, and unfortunately he read it a little too late because Petty ran down the field and broke out and was wide open. You saw me pointing. And, uh, and for the first time tonight, Quinn DeBolt is on to punt. So otherwise the Tigers are gone for it. And it's a beautiful kick inside of the 20. He's going to let it roll inside of the 10. Keeps rolling, 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 rolling. The Tigers are fanning the football. Nye Petty was hovering over it and finally downs it at the five-yard line. I really thought you were going to keep with the rolling, rolling, rolling thing and scream rawhide like from the Blues Brothers. No, I just got yelled at by uh, Linda Golden for yelling, so I'm not, or no. for singing, so I'm not allowed to sing anymore. Almost a 50-yard punt from DeBolt, man. That kid's got a leg. He does. He is special. I actually was watching him warm up before the game, and I told you he was kicking uh, field goals, and it was going over the scoreboard into Trimble Road. <laughs> Just incredible strength in his leg. He is a soccer player. First and 10 for New Philly from the five-yard line. Question is now, can the Tigers create some pressure and get a stop here? Not yeah, letting New Philly score again to get within one score. Yeah, you don't want to do what you did uh, last time. back to pass. Under pressure, throws near sideline, incomplete. He is drilled as he threw that football. Yeah, and that was about three feet above the receiver's head, but the pressure was there, kind of understandable. Uh, as I was saying, didn't mean to cut you off there, but hopefully the Tigers don't have a repeat of the last time New Philly was deep in their own territory where they were able to drive the ball out you know, would like to see the Tigers. I keep, I said it before, and I'll say it again. Knock on wood. Maybe they can get a safety here, having them so deep in the uh, their own end of the field. Two minutes to play in the first half. Second and ten. Fossil runs up the middle, has a lane, still running. Ten, fifteen, and out of bounds on the near sideline, just shy of the twenty around the eighteen yard line. I think the Tigers wanted holding on that play. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the unfortunate thing, though, was the quarterback, it was that power run again. He busted past the line of scrimmage, and the hold actually happened right behind the quarterback, but the rest were looking at the quarterback instead, and they missed it because that was a really obvious hold. First and 10 off the 13-yard run on first down by Keaton Fossil. Richardson on his right hip, two, three receivers on the far side. Here's the snap. Back to pass, throws middle of the field, incomplete. Great defense by Nate Dismuke to, on coverage on number four, DiDonato. Yeah, that was great coverage by Dismuke. Uh, the pass was a little low, but I don't think it would have mattered. Dismuke was right there in his hip pocket. I don't think uh, they would have been able to complete that regardless. And if the Tigers can continue to hold and maintain this running attack by New Philly, Keaton Foswell is only 4 of 9 tonight for 42 yards. So really he has not burned the Tigers through the air so far. No, he hasn't. 150 to play, second and 10 
from his own 18. Fossil going deep, as I mentioned, and overthrows his man incomplete. It was intended for number 16, Owen Shoals. And on coverage was number eight, Amar Davis, and I think also Jaden Gross. Yeah, that was one of those where uh, Fossil had made up his mind before the ball was even snapped. That's where he was going no matter what. He didn't even look at anybody else. He threw into double coverage. If you're just joining us, Mansfield Senior 21, New Philly 6. 1.44 to play until halftime. Thanks for tuning in. GoTigers.com. We are the radio home for Tiger football. Third and 10 off the incompletion. And New Coach Philly. Bradley's going to call a timeout. No, oh. I'm, I'm seeing Coach Bradley. Am I wrong? I thought it was New Philly. Oh, you're correct. I apologize. We're going to go ahead and take a break. 21 to 6 is the Mansfield lead over New Philly. You're listening to GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is La La Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Big third and ten upcoming for the Tiger defense. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, as they are trying to get off the field and stall this new Philly run. If you're just joining us, new Philly receiving the football to start the game. Tigers won the toss and deferred to the second half. So Tigers will have the ball to start the third. Empty backfield on five wide. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass and stop and play. And Chokey Bradley with a chess move timeout, Craig. I like that call. Uh, that's old school. See how the, the offense is set yeah. up and call a timeout. Well, the other thing is, is during that last timeout, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but when uh, the Tigers came over to the sideline, Amar Davis immediately went to the ground and the trainers were stretching him out like he was getting some cramps. So that's something we're going to have to keep an eye out to see. Well, if and maybe that's why, too, he wants Amar back into the game on third and ten. Yeah, he was in there, but he might have been limping a little. and uh, Give him a little extra time for yeah. him to work on him. Plus, you know, five wide was how they scored that touchdown with a quarterback power run. He probably saw that uh, five wide and was just like, you know what, I, w I want to make sure my guys are on the right page because uh, I, you know, this close to halftime with this lead – Sec, uh, third and long, you don't want to give up any cheap first downs. No. Or, or maybe even something more because if it happened like it happened last time, he'd score from here because there was nobody – nobody touched a, a later finger on him. So we'll see what the Tiger defense does here. Third and ten for the Quaker offense. Keaton Fossil once again, five wide, three on the far side, two on the near. Empty backfield. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass. He's under pressure. He's going to be sacked for a loss. And I think that's Mo, is it? I believe I think so. it is Mo Bradley, number 18. And looking at our monitor, it is number 18, Mo the second. I believe that's his second sack of the ballgame, Craig. Yep, absolutely. And he just shot out of a cannon. 
Beautiful play call. It was kind of a delayed blitz. The quarterback dropped back and is and is uh, uh, dropped back to throw the ball. And uh, as soon as he hit that hit that final plant foot, Bradley just shot up there. The linemen were already committed to their blocks. Nobody was there to block him. And before Fossil could even knew what was happening, Bradley was on top of him and he had no chance. Tigers call their third and final timeout with 91 seconds to play until the intermission. Mansell Senior 21, New Philly 6. They want to get the ball back, and I love this call by Chokey. Obviously, Craig, you just want to get the ball back and drive down the field and get some points before the half. Well, you just had Dismuke, uh, even though it didn't count, he returned a touchdown last time, so you got confidence in your return game. You clearly got confidence in your offense. Give them as much time as possible. The Quakers deep in their own end of the field, I'm with you. I love the call. Give your, give your offense time. So on to punt on fourth and 18. Punter standing in his own end zone. High snap. Gets it off. A little wobble on the football. Not bad. Dismuke, 45. Picks it up. Tries to go the other way, and he is tripped up by his own player. Whoops. Uh, number five, Zion Brown. He tripped, and uh, Dismuke is limping now. Hopefully he's okay, and that was just unfortunate. Yeah, uh Dismuke went off to the uh, right for the return. It kind of shut down, so he circled, tried to circle back around to the left, but unfortunately Zion Brown had got planted by one of the Quakers who was running down on coverage, and then when Dismuke turned around, he ran right into uh, Brown. It looked like his knee hit Brown, uh, Brown's helmet, and Dismuke went down for a second, and he's back up uh, walking off the field. But like you said, hopefully he's okay because – he went down uh, kind of awkwardly with that knee hitting the helmet. 1.21 to play until halftime. Tiger offense. Plenty of time. No timeouts, but still plenty of time, and you have fantastic field position. Yeah, and when you got – Even though uh, Nate Dismuke basically had to hurdle his own player there, but they still have the ball in quicker territory. First and ten. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Now he sends out the – actually, that was Amar Davis as running back. Four and now and there's another four and three – Mismatch, no screen pass, throws over the middle, incomplete. Duke didn't like that, a little miscommunication. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not sure if he thought maybe he could catch the Quakers sleeping by going to the opposite side of the I field. Sti I still would have done the same play and thrown Amar yeah. the, the screen pass. Yeah, because you had four on three again. I mean, that was the same play he scored a touchdown on in the first yeah. quarter. Because Amar has two touchdowns in this game. Second and 10 from the 49 of New Philly. Duke hears the snap, and pre-snap penalty. It's going to be on the Tigers' false start. little movement up front. Yeah, well, if you're the Tigers, that's the last thing you want to do now. I mean, we were talking, you know, 91 seconds. That's plenty of time for this offense, but not if you're going to go marching backwards with uh, unforced penalties. Again, a very inopportune time for the Tigers to uh, – to get a penalty, not that there's ever a good time for a penalty, but man, that was not that was not a good one at all. Especially a false start. Second and fifteen. Now back into Tiger territory at the 45-yard line. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Two receivers on the near side, two on the far. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Throws over the middle. It's complete. That's Amar. Stiff arm. Tries to turn the corner. 40, 35, and push out of bounds on the near sideline. He has a first down around the 30. Yeah, great stiff arm by Davis, but also great downfield blocking. 
there by uh, O'Brien and uh, Dismuke. Uh, whoa, and a flag comes out real late. Unsportsmanlike on New Philly. Somebody said something that the ref didn't like there because both teams were lined up ready to go, and he threw that flag. And if you're Mike Johnson, you're just shaking your head on the far sideline. They are beating themselves in this quarter with personal fouls. The third one of the ball game for the Quakers off the Amar Davis huge pass play from Duke Reese of 21 yards. And the 15-yard yeah. penalty makes it first and 10 all the way down in the red zone at the 18-yard line. Yeah, that was completely baffling because, like I said, there was no interaction between the teams at all. And, like I said, somebody must have said something. Boy, Coach Johnson's going to have an earful for these guys at halftime. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Rolls to the near side. Looks downfield. He's going to run 15 and push out of bounds on the near sideline around the 15-yard line. Boy, he, uh, New Philly is so lucky he had to scramble. Amar Davis broke on the inside, and he was all alone at the 10-yard line. All the defenders were either in the end zone or outside the hashes. That would have been another touchdown if, if Duke had seen him. I mean, again, I was pointing. I was almost screaming he was open because he was so open. If you're so New it's going to be second and five from the – I'm trying to see the fit to his 12-yard line, excuse me. One minute to play. Duke Reese, here's the snap. Back to pass. Looks pump fakes. Now he's going to run with it to the 10. And he slides. Penalty marker is down. Hopefully it's not holding. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be on 55. I'm not sure. Fifty-three seconds off the holding call to play until the intermission. Tigers are trying to march down the field, get some points before the half. They are currently leading New Philadelphia twenty-one to six in the potential OCC first place leading game here. Harlem Harlem Field, week number five. Mansfield Senior two and two, trying to get to above five hundred for the first time this season as well. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a. Huge game for them, both conference-wise and uh, and playoff-wise. I mean, yep, New Philly's is. got three wins. Second and 14, 45 seconds and counting off the holding penalty. Duke, snap, back to pass. Under pressure, goes deep, far sideline, tipped, incomplete. And the defenders Oof. were all over, but I'll tell you what, I think that's another penalty. A penalty marker is down. I can't see who was intended it, it for was, it. It uh, was Owens. Lala Owens is down. He's being helped up, but uh, what we got, helmet to helmet maybe? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the what the I penalty need to start is. Watching the monitor over here because it was it was a it was a nasty hit. Hmm. Well, and hopefully Lala's okay. He's is trotting off. Now they're waving off the flag. Oh, they were oh, called. pass interference is what they were calling. It's tipped. Okay, it was tipped. Well, the good news is if the Tigers avoid a sack, Craig, they could possibly send out Q for a field goal attempt. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did with the way he can kick the ball. Especially I mean, tonight in pregame warm-ups, he was kicking 50, 60 yarders. All right, so Duke Reese trying to avoid a field goal attempt. Third and 14. Tigers trying to get a first down. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Looks under pressure. He rolls to the near side, throws into the end zone, almost intercepted. It was tipped at the two-yard line by the defender. 
Dela Cruz, I Dela Cruz, and a nice job by him to force the fourth down and uh, bat that ball down. Yeah, that was a great defensive play. Duke, again, showing some uh, some restraint. Uh, you know, he could have ran there, but the chances of him getting the first down were probably slim and none. So he's going through his reads, tried to fit it in there, just couldn't quite do it. But here comes Q on to kick the ball. Um, All right, so here we go. Quinn DeBold on to attempt a field goal. 39-yarder, I think. Snap the hold. The kick is up, and it is ah. no good. Just short. I think it was it got almost tipped. there. I think it got tipped. And so he couldn't quite get the loft on it, but it was a heck of an attempt. So the kick is no good. With 23 seconds remain until halftime, the score remains Mansfield 21, New Philly 6. We'll keep it here. What an attempt. And actually, let's uh, give everyone a preview. Here's what's coming up next week on our GoTigers.com airwaves. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. First and ten off the change of possessions. Quarterback running with the football is Keaton Fossil for New Philly as he runs up the middle on the quarterback draw on first and ten. The ball was spotted at the 20-yard line off the missed field goal. Coach Johnson's going to take their final timeout with ten seconds left. I'm, I'm kind of surprised he took the timeout there because I understand trying to get a play to see if you can catch the Tiger defense napping to see if you can get a big, uh, big run or something like that. But he got five yards, and then after the play was over, he waited like a good three seconds before he called for the timeout, which, you know, now you got ten seconds. And when you're talking, you know, 70-plus yards to go for a touchdown, I mean, I'm just surprised he just didn't let the ball or let the clock run out. I mean, I know, I know you can't take him in with you, but – Ten seconds left here until halftime. 21-6 is the Tiger lead as they are trying to hold on here and just make a stop so New Philly doesn't get on the board before the break. Remember, the Tigers won the coin toss and deferred to the second half. Fossil out of the shotgun. Here's the snap on second down and throws deep far sideline and trying to make it a, a diving attempt. And I, that defender just I, – I can't believe what I just saw. Jayante O'Brien just speared the wide receiver on the far sideline. Is that what I just saw? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you want to talk at like watching Edge just <laughs> spear an opponent on the far sideline. Well, I was going to say Goldberg, but, yeah, we were on the same wavelength there. <laughs> I'm an Edge fan. I'm an Edge fan all the way. But it's third and five regardless. What a play by Jayante O'Brien. That was nasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> New Philly thought they were going to come into this game and play physical, and the Tigers just showed them there on that play. Hey, this is our house. Yeah, the Tigers have not, uh, not been afraid to be physical all night long. Five seconds to play. And if you're New Philly, I would just take a knee here. But they're lining up four wide with the back on the left hip of Fazel, and he's going to run up the middle. 
Across the 25 spins, and he does get some momentum up to the 30. But that is going to end the first half with the score. Mansfield Senior 21, New Philly 6. Don't go anywhere. We have a fantastic halftime show for you. Stats, scores, and a college football preview this weekend. You're listening to GoTigers.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419 419- 571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers! Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, it is halftime here where the Tigers currently lead New Philly 21-6. Real quick, as the New Philly band is on the field, and I have to say they are impressive. Very loud, and they are humongous. Uh, pretty awesome. So let me get through the stats real quick, and then we'll head, head into our college football segment. All right, so these stats are courtes courtesy of Mr. John Davis. 8-19 to play first quarter, 7-0. Tigers strike first with a 16-yard touchdown reception from Duke Reese to Amar the Star Davis. Made it 7-0 T.Y. first quarter. And then in the second quarter, Mansell Sr. went up 14-0 off the 38-yard touchdown pass from Duke Reese to Nate Dismuke. 134 to play second in the second quarter, excuse me. And in the first quarter, he has second. It threw me off. In the second quarter, though, New Philly got on the board, made it 14-6 with the PAT blocked with 6.39 to play until halftime off the quarterback draw up the middle for a 22-yard touchdown run, Keaton Fossil. Then Amar, the, Amar Davis was able to capitalize with his second touchdown of the ball game off a 35-yard touchdown pass from Duke Reese. So Duke Reese tonight throwing the football. He's 7-16 for 146 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. The quarterback for New Philly, Keaton Fossil, is 4 of 11, just 42 yards in the air. Rushing the football, and this is a big stat right here. The Tiger defense doing a nice job on New Philly rushing the football, only giving up 20, I'm sorry, 76 yards to Keaton Fossil. He's been the guy, but the running back-wise, only 11 carries for 46 yards on the ground. So I, I was uh, – it is uh, 24 carries for 122 yards on the ground. Tigers have 14 carries for 79 yards on the ground rushing. The leading rusher for six carries for 60 yards is Duke Reese. Passing the football, though, Mansfield Sr. having the edge, 146 yards throwing the football, 42 yards for New Philly. Total yards, 225 to 164 in favor of Mansfield Sr. Turnovers, one apiece. And... The time of possession is 13 to 10 with the advantage New Philly. So that leading to our score at the half, 21 to 6, the Mansfield lead over New Philly. Don't go anywhere. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have our college football halftime report. You're listening to GoTigers.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. It's halftime back in the VSBN radio booth. I'm Nick Michaels. Let's get right into your college football preview. Week three of college football already. And so far, the season's been very entertaining. A lot of upsets and a lot of uh, exciting play and some good games as well. Let's get into Saturday's slate. Uh, Not much happening uh, last night or tonight. Miami hosted Bethune-Cookman last night and a couple games tonight. No really big matchups, though. Saturday at noon, number three, Florida State hosts – I'm sorry, number three, Florida State is on the road at Boston College. The Eagles are 1-1, and they welcome in the number three team in the nation who has uh, been very impressive to start this young season. I think Florida State should cruise. They're favored by 26 points. Also at noon, and this game is on Fox. Florida State was on ABC, by the way. Fox, is their big noon kickoff game, will feature Illinois hosting the 1-1 Illinois as they're coming off a loss last week. And uh, they will host number 7 Penn State, the 2-0 Nittany Lions. Penn State is favored 14.5. This is a trap game, folks. Watch out for Illinois. They have a stingy good defense. They're coming off a loss. A lot to prove. You know Brett Bielema is going to have them fired up and ready to play. Penn State hasn't been officially tested yet. West Virginia has been atrocious to start the year, and then they didn't play anyone last week. So Penn State uh, looking for their first defensive test of the year, someone that's going to try to slow down uh, the quarterback from Medina Lallard and um, that running attack from James Franklin. Once again, that's on Fox. 
On ESPN at noon, LSU, number 14, will travel down to Mississippi State. Missouri hosts Kansas State, both those games at noon on ESPN and SEC Network. At 2 p.m., number 12, Utah will host Weber State. 2.30 p.m. on Peacock, Notre Dame, number 9. Boy, have they been impressive. They're 3-0 to start the year, and they'll host the Buckeyes next week, but their tune-up matchup will be with Central Michigan, who comes in from the MAC Conference at one win, one loss. Notre Dame favored by 34.5. I think the Irish cruise as they prepare for the Buckeyes next week in South Bend. It's going to be a great matchup next week, and I think this is a good tune-up opportunity for the Fighting Irish. Hartman's been playing really well for them as well. 3.30 p.m. on CBS, number one Georgia will host South Carolina. The Gamecocks are 1-1, the fighting Shane Beamers. They're a 27.5-point underdog as they play the defending national champions. Bulldogs should roll all over the Gamecocks in this one. I have no doubt in my mind on that one. 3.30 3.30 p.m., a team that's trying to bounce back after a tough loss. Number 10, Alabama. A lot of people, a lot of rumors swirling around Nick Saban. Is this it? Is this the last hurrah for him? You know, we, we talk about the downfall of Alabama the last five, six years, and then Nick Saban always seems to pull a feather out of his hat and uh, show to the fans, hey, I'm back. So I look for the roll tide in this one. Big. Alabama blows out South Florida as uh, that game is in Tampa. They're on the road, and I think Nick Saban's going to have them pretty pissed off and ready to play. I think South Florida's in for a long afternoon. That's at at 3.30 on ABC. Also at 3.30, San Diego State travels to number 16, Oregon State. That's on FS1. Oklahoma, number 19, they're 2-0 on ESPN2 at 3.30. They will travel to Tulsa. Big Ten team, Minnesota, 2-0. Row the boat for P.J. Fleck and the Golden Gophers. At 3.30 on ESPN, they travel to Chapel Hill to take on Mac Brown's North Carolina Tar Heels, at tw- uh, the number 20 team in the land, who are also 2-0 that game on ESPN. Tar Heels favored by 8. Northwestern is 1-1 to start the season. They travel to Duke. That's been kind of a, I don't know, something these two teams have been playing for the last three or four years, so it's been a, a constant for both. It's on ACC Network at 3.30 p.m., Duke hosting Northwestern. Number 25, Iowa, will host Western Michigan. That is at 3.30 p.m. on Big Ten Network. At 4 p.m. on Fox, Western Kentucky, 2-0, unranked, travels to the horseshoe to take on the number six Ohio State Buckeyes. Buckeyes falling from 5-6 to six as the AP continues to uh, prove that they just do not like the Buckeyes. They started the year at 3 and Buckeyes have had two wins, maybe haven't had the margin that the Associated Press wanted them to, but the good news is Ryan Day finally chose a quarterback this week in his press conference on Tuesday. Kyle McCord is the guy, and I think you just at this point have to let him sink or swim. The Devin Brown experiment is not working out, and at this point I would move up the Kineholtz kid, the freshman from South Dakota State, or from South Dakota, excuse me, um, as your backup, and if McCord gets hurt, I'd throw the freshman in at this point. Um, I really want to see what he does, and you don't want to lose the freshman to this transfer portal. I would rather Devin Brown transfer out. As uh, the Hilltoppers are coming in with the number six ranked offense in the country, that's going to be a tough matchup. Ohio State right now in the bottom ten for pass defense. 
Youngstown State was able to get some yards in the air last week, so Jim Knowles is really going to be tested. This is a trap game for Ohio State. Buckeyes favored by 29. The one thing I've learned about Ohio State, though, you never bet on Ohio State spread. You always bet against it. And it's clear in this game, this is a trap game. I'm not going to lie to you, folks. I'm worried about this one if you're an Ohio State fan. Ohio State's offense is going to have to show up. No more conservative play. Offensive line is going to have to step up, make some big blocks. Western Kentucky has not been able to stop anyone defensively, so that's a good note. But Ohio State's got to get that run game going. It will open up the passing lanes more for Kyle McCord so he can get more comfortable in that offense. And Marvin Harrison had two drops, so he's got to step up and play better. Yeah, he had two touchdowns last week, but two drops for him is almost unheard of. You know... People are saying he is the best wide receiver in the country. He's got to play like it. To be the best, you have to play like the best. And Marvin really has to redeem himself. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. on Fox, Buckeyes favored by 29 against Western Kentucky. At 5 p.m. on Peacock, and how about Peacock capitalizing on college football, trying to get people to sign up for their streaming service. It's quite genius. This is a part of the big Big Ten um, streaming deal that they have with CBS and NBC and you know, the big TV contract that they signed in the offseason, trying to get people to sign up for Peacock. Number eight, Washington. They're 2-0, travel to Michigan State to take on the Spartans, who uh, lost their head coach this week in a big scandal. Mel Tucker is suspended right now, but with the assumption that he will be fired, um, Mark D'Antonio coming out of retirement to be the interim associate head coach, stepping up for their secondary coach who stepped into the interim head coach role. And uh, also, I didn't even know this, Ed Ogeron is stepping up into more of a bigger role as well to help out on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I had no idea that Coach O was with the Spartans, and now he was a consultant, and now I guess he's stepping up more into like a co-offensive coordinator role and trying to kind of help D'Antonio and the other guy uh, try to keep the ship afloat as the Spartans are 2-0. So it's not like their season's, you know, 0-2 and in a wash already. So Michigan State having to make the move on Mel Tucker, and so they're just trying to keep the ship afloat. That is at 5 p.m. on Peacock. Washington is favored by 16 points in that one. Northern Colorado at 5 p.m. travels to Washington State to take on the Cougars. Some more matchups, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Here's a big SEC matchup. Down in the swamp, number 11, Tennessee, 2-0, takes on the 1-1. Billy Napier, Florida Gators. Tennessee favored by 6.5. I would take the volunteers in the spread in that one. 7.30 p.m., Michigan, number 2, Wolverines, 2-0, host Bowling Green. That should be no contest. The Falcons are 1-1, but it's Michigan favored by 41 at home in prime time. And then Wyoming is at Texas, and the game of the week, according to ESPN, it won't be much of a game, but college game day tomorrow morning will be out in Colorado, as you guessed it, Dion Primetime Sanders, and those Buffaloes are number 18 in the country. They're 2-0. They host their in-state rivals, the Colorado State Rams, who are 0-1. Colorado should roll in this game. It's 23-and-a-half, but I would think it would be more of a 30-point spread in that one. The way that uh, Prime's son uh, has been throwing the football around, I think the Buffalo should win no problem big time. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll have stats and more of our halftime report brought to you by the Life Support Team. You're listening to GoTigers.com.
Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. Go Tigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. It is halftime. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson Tiger band on the field. They're jamming. I tell you what, Craig, before we get into the scores, how about that new Philly band? They were awesome. Yeah, they were at, They were absolutely amazing. And I was kind of shocked at the size of the band, too. I mean, their band is probably three times the size of Mansfield's. Is Was that Pirates of the Caribbean they were playing? Whatever it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And I loved yeah. it, and they were loud. I remember them last year, but I think they're a lot better this year than they were last year. Not that they were bad, but anyways – both bands are phenomenal. The Tigers have a wonderful John Williams tribute uh, in their halftime this year, so in their show. So both bands just jamming it. Well, yeah. before uh, before we get back to the start of the third quarter, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the VSBN radio booth here at Arlen Field, week number five. Craig, can you believe the season's half over after tonight? No, I can't, but that just shows you how fast uh, high school football just flies by. I mean – you know, when I was thinking about it on the drive over here, I'm like, man, it's week five. When, like I said uh, earlier, uh, off air, this is uh, being that it's week five. This isn't just an important game for the conference, but as far as playoffs go, with New Philly being, you know, having uh, coming in this game three and one. I mean, you got to start piling up those computer points, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, this is a good way to do it. Well, the Tigers are Division Three, Region 10. This is a big win for Mansfield because New Philly is Division Three, Region 9, so you get Division Three points, and it's a big win. It's, it's funny. Someone said tonight, well, what if we beat New Philly? When New Philly plays West Holmes, who do we root for? I said, you root for New Philly because New Philly is a three, is a Division Three. West Holmes is Division Four. So it all comes down to computer points in the end. Yeah, yeah, and uh... – you know, it's 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 se- seems like it's kind of early to be talking about playoffs and computer points and that type of thing, but it's already week five. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just blows me away that we're at week five. I swear, we were just up in in Akron at the St. Vincent St. Mary game. That's this, how- this is crazy how fast this season's going by. I've been doing media for high school football now. This is my twelfth season. Overall, and I've been calling high school football for broadcasting for eight years now. It's hard to believe. And you're right. Week one, and then when you wake up the next day, it's week ten already. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of joked earlier that, you know, this evening as far as the setting itself felt like a, a, a early October, mid-October night versus a mid-September night, you know. It sun's down. It's into the 60s now. There's a little crispness in the air. I mean, this is – it just feels like football weather tonight. 
but that also makes it seem makes it just seem like the season's just going so fast. I mean, yeah, this is this is obviously this is my my first year uh, helping you <clears throat> on the games here, and it is just wow. All right, let's get into the scoreboard. Brought to you by BP Electric, Nick Michaels, and uh, VSPRadio.com. Throughout the evening, go to VSPRadio.com. We are your source for sports for North Central Ohio. All right, so Monroeville up 41-0 in the fourth quarter over South Central. 41-0, St. Paul over Plymouth. Let's look for some more local scores. And Shelby and Gallion in a good game over in wow. Shelby, 24-20 in the third quarter. Lexington, 20-12 over Worcester. That's up in Worcester and is being broadcasted on our sister station, fearofthevillage.com. Corey Durbin and my boy, my homie, Derek Lazier on the call tonight. So they're having a pretty good call so far, and that's who the Tigers play next week. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if Lexington wins tonight and Mansfield wins tonight, they will both be 2-0. and in the league, three and two overall. Another first place game in the OCC next week. Yeah. Greg. how about that? Yeah, yeah. I think Lexington's a little bit better than uh, some people thought, but uh, well, they I have mean, so much at skill position. They were yeah. loaded at skill position. I knew that eventually, eventually the floodgates were going to open and things were going to start to flow. Yeah, really well for them. I mean, I'm I give Worcester some credit because wasn't it twenty to nothing at one point? Generals are making a little bit of a comeback. That's yep. that's a very interesting game. Lucas 20-6 over Crestview in third quarter. A lot of media covering that game tonight, but both of those teams really down this year. Crestview and Lucas, uh, not your normal uh, slugfest between those two teams. Crestview 1-3 and three heading into tonight. Lucas 2-2. Two and two. As we are getting ready to kick off the third quarter, one more score to report. Ashland 24, Mount Vernon 7. For more scores, go to vsbradio.com. So the Tigers once again received, will receive due to deferring in the first half to start the game. And that ended up paying off as they did score first tonight. Yeah, let's see what the kind of adjustments they made, uh, particularly defensively. I, I, I'm not that terribly worried about what the Tigers did offensively, but there was some uh, plays on defense that had me going, eh. All right, so here's the kickoff as Mushroth will kick it to guess who Amar. 30, far side of the field, room to run, 35, spins, and three Quakers can't bring him down. He has room to run, turns the corner, heats to the 50, to the 45, heats to the 40, and tripped up inside of the 40-yard line to about the 39. Three Quakers couldn't bring Amar Davis down on the far side of the field. He got loose, and he took off, and he was able to add another 20 yards, Craig. Yeah, he just kept those legs pumping, 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 and he broke free from the tackle. Again, showing some strength for, for his size, not not just refusing to go down. And you saw me; I'm over here jumping, and I might even blurt it out. I, I think he's gone. I thought he was, but they, they they tracked him down. But great field position for the Tigers. So Duke Reese has fantastic field position to start this third quarter. Ball spotted at the 40-yard line of New Philly. Here's a snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty, room to run. Downhill run. He's inside of the 35. He is close to a first down, and I think he has it right at the 30-yard line. First and 10, Mansfield Senior. And we saw a lot of this last week in the second mm -hmm. half, Craig, against West Holmes. Take yeah. Petty running downhill. Yeah, they, the, the Tigers' def our offensive line started to wear down West Holmes, and, and maybe this is a sign that they're doing the same thing to New Philly. 
Tigers going quick here, hands it off to Petty again, 30, 25, bounces off a defender and continues to dive inside of the 25 to the 24-yard line, right up the middle, and another solid run on first down for Tank Petty. A gain of six to the 24 makes it second and four. Yeah, he took quite a quite a lick there and was kind of slow getting up, and uh, the coaches sent Zion Brown out on the field, but Petty waved him off. He's, he appears to be okay. No, he wants to stay in. When you're gelling like this, Second and four, under 11 minutes to play third quarter. Tigers lead 21 to six. Here's a snap, hands it off to Petty. Petty up the middle again, another downhill run inside of the 20 yard line. Tigers are in the red zone and they pick up another first down. Yeah, Tigers starting to steamroll here at the beginning of the third quarter, really showing that physical dominance up front. Jameer Petty has runs of 10, six, and six these last three plays. Tigers first and 10, here's the snap, hands it off to Petty again. He runs towards the outside of the field, just across the far hash marks, and he is tripped up inside of the 15-yard line, down to about the 13. Yeah, he just went off the uh, right side there. Great blocking, looks like it was about a gain of seven. Six yards officially. Six, okay. It is second and four from the 12 is where they'll spot it now. So another run by Petty. Tigers going quick, lining up for second and five. Here's the snap. Hands it off Zion into the game now. He's running towards the outside. He gets a decent gain right to about the 10-yard line. Two-yard run. We'll set up about third and two. Yeah, He, he has went, to get to the eight. Yeah, he went off to the right side. They tried to do another power run in uh, – that's not quite Zion's game, but uh, still positive yards. Here's the snap. And running with the football, trying to turn the corner, and he does into the end zone. Touchdown, Zion Brown. Great downfield blocking by the receivers. Once he broke the line of scrimmage and busted it outside, they had that completely walled off. He could have walked in there. Great, great blocking downfield. John Davis, the stat wizard, just texted me. That was the first rushing touchdown of the season for the T.Y. Tigers. Fifth game in. That's hard to believe. Zion Brown runs into the end zone. Ten yards. T.Y. strikes. 27-6 Mansfield. 9.29 to play in the third quarter. Yeah, I love how Coach Bradley and this offensive staff came out. They kind of spread the ball around, around a lot, ran outside. PAT, the snap, the hold. The kick is up, and it is good. 9.30 to play in the third quarter. Makes it Mansfield 28, New Philly 6. Yeah, they were they kind of spread it out in the first half, ran it outside. You had Duke Reese running it outside. Uh, QB scrambles. They threw the ball a little bit. They come out at halftime, lined up like they're going to do that again, and they just power ran it right down New Philly's throat. Just boom, 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 boom. And then Zion Brown, like I said, busted that outside on the left side. Great downfield blocking. Six points for the T.Y. Tigers. For the second week in a row, Mansfield Sr. trying to open up their playbook with some quarterback design runs and some throws into the middle of the field in the first half, back-to-back -back weeks. And then for the second week in a row, Mansfield decides to pound the rock and run right down their opponent's throat. And it worked again on that drive. And just like that, Mansfield Sr. now is up to a 22-point lead. And we're barely, what, three minutes into the third quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Quinton DeBolt on to kick off. Back deep for the Quakers. Trying to see, now they have two guys. I think Richardson's one of them, Anthony Richardson. And I think the other one is going to be Carson Long. 
as DeBolt will tee it up from the far hash mark. And if you're just joining us, DeBolt just missed, uh, I believe, what was that, a 40-yarder earlier in the 39, game? 39, 40-yarder, yeah, something like that. Mansfield Senior just had their first rushing touchdown of the season. And here's the kick. And it sails out of bounds. He tried to pooch it again. So fantastic field position for the Quakers to start their first offensive series of the second half. Well, I saw an adjustment there on the kickoff team or the kick return team for New Philadelphia because uh, uh, the Tigers had been kind of kicking it short with some pooch kicks and stuff. They moved Dela Cruz up about halfway up the field, so he's right there, basically playing center field. It looked like. Uh, DeBolt saw that, and instead of kicking it short down the middle, he kicked it short off to the side, got a little too far outside, and went out of bounds. Gives New Philly some really good field position. So first and 10, New Philly from the 35-yard line. Keaton Fossil runs out of the shotgun, excuse me, the pistol formation with Edney Richardson standing behind him. Two receivers on the near side, one on the far. Here's the snap, hands it off to Richardson. He runs right up the middle, has room to run. And he's going to spark up to about the 39-yard line, so a three-yard run for Edney Richardson. Yeah, I think if you're new Philly at this point, uh, you just kind of want to go back to your bread and butter and see if you could – because you've seen the film and you've seen teams can power run against Mansfield Senior throughout the year. I think that's what they're going to try and do. Let's, you know (laughs) – I know at some point people are saying, well, you got to pass the ball. Eh, well, that was first. also that first game where that worked here is second and six is upcoming. Quarterback draw up the middle. As some teams have exposed it a little bit. Maslin did, but that was Maslin. Yeah. Um, and I also think, too, that Akron game can't really judge that right now because the line's playing a lot better. Fat Man was not playing nose tackle. And ever since Fat Man's been in there, Teams haven't had as much success running yeah. the football. Yeah, but they still, I mean. First it, and ten, New Philly, by the way. Yeah, that it's still this quarterback power game. They just got a first down out of it again. So it is first and ten from the New Philly 45-yard line. Quakers have it. Edney Richardson up to the 46 and dives around the 47 before he's pushed backwards. Two-yard run, second and eight. Yeah, he was met by a whole host of tigers there. I don't know what you call a group of tigers. Is it a, is it a pack? Is it a, a pride? Is it a herd? I don't know. But they, basically, everybody but the defensive backs was there to to, to greet Richardson uh, a yard downfield, and he really uh, once he hit that uh, wall of uh, orange there, he was not going any further. Second and nine. They're only going to give him one yard, but I thought he got two. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass under pressure. Rolls towards the near side. Throws incomplete. And a, just a terrible throw. He was trying to hit his tight end in stride and tossed it into the turf. And it was very well defended by guess who? Amar Davis. Yeah, the only person that had a prayer of catching that was the gopher from Caddyshack. That thing was so far <laughs> in the dirt. 7.39 to play here in the third quarter. Mansfield 28, New Philly 6. New Philly has the ball close to midfield, but they have a long third and eight upcoming. This is an area where they have struggled, third and long. Yeah, I passing would, the football has not been the forte for the Quakers. Yeah, Only 40 I would not, yards passing. Yeah, I would not be surprised if the Tigers brought heat here. Third and eight, here's the snap. Back to pass, has a little time. Now he's under pressure. He's going to toss it downfield. It's incomplete and a big lick and a late flag here. Giante O'Brien just lighting up. 
the wide receiver, and I wonder if they're going to get helmet to helmet. It was intended for number one, the running back, Etney Richardson. Yeah, I think they will. They, they were a little late on the call, but I honestly think it might be the right call. Unfortunately, you got a receiver trying to dive to catch the ball and the defender trying to make the tackle, and it's just one of those bang-bang plays that just is unfortunate that happens in football, but it, it, it's, it, is a, it is a penalty. They called targeting. I've never seen that in high school before. I know college is a big deal, but Jontae O'Brien is still in the game, so I guess you don't come out in high school for targeting. But I don't think that was intentional. They're saying he led with the crown of his helmet, but from our vantage point, it didn't look like it. But, oh, well, it's going to be first and 10 into Tiger territory at the 38-yard line for the Quakers. As Fossil runs out of the shotgun, Richardson on his left hip, first and 10. Here's a snap, runs up the middle. He has plenty of room to run inside of the 35, inside of the 30. Has the first down all the way down to the 26-yard line. A big run for the quarterback, Keaton Fossil. Yeah, that's that's just that QB power where they bring the guard around and then they have the running back or fullback or whoever's back there in the backfield with him follow up. And they're just a, I mean, in a roundabout way, it's almost like the uh, old wishbone play where you got two blockers ahead of you first and 10 from the 26 yard line pistol formation Richardson behind Fossil here's the handoff Richardson I'm sorry there's a new running back into the game as uh, Richardson is off the field injured it is number Bolts Jaden Bolts on the carry and he is going to get a short gain of about three down to the 23 yard line second and seven upcoming and so now for the Tiger defense, the question is, can you stall this run somehow? And Jayante O'Brien's still over there talking to the official, wondering what he did wrong. Second and seven. 628 and counting here in the third quarter. Mansfield up 28 to six. Pistol formation, two receivers on the far side, one on the near receiver in motion from left to right. Here's the snap, hands it off to Bolts. And actually, no, there was a fumble on the play. I think the running back lost the ball and it was picked up by the lineman, number 79. <laughs> wow. Big uh, save there for the big man. That is a big man. Garrett Dillon Ryan, a 260-pound 6'4 senior, falling on the football for Coach Johnson, making it, Craig, third and long again, a golden opportunity for the Tiger defense to exert some pressure. Yeah, it was like they couldn't the they couldn't make up their mind if the quarterback was going to keep it or keep it in the running back's belly. Third and ten, pistol set, four wide, one receiver on the far, trips on the near. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass. Throws, middle of the field, a terrible throw into the turf, incomplete. I could have done that. That was bad. Yeah. As he was trying to hit the open receiver, number four, Dionato, he wouldn't have gotten the first down, but he would have been close, and you would have it would have been an easy call to go for it. But that was around the 18-yard line. They had to get to the 16. But it is fourth and 10. When you're down 28 to 6, Craig, I think uh, this is a no-brainer here. Yeah, especially when you got this far down into the opponent's territory. Uh, given how stingy the Tigers' defense has been uh, tonight, you got to make this call if you're the coach. Fourth and 10. Richardson on back into the game. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass under pressure. Is he going to run? He looks. He goes deep into the end zone. Tipped incomplete. Almost ah. intercepted. And I think that was Amar Late who had flag. the opportunity to make an interception. 
So it is incomplete, but we do have a penalty flag on the play. They're going to get Phillips for a late hit on the quarterback. He jumped up to try and block the ball. And when he came down, he hit the quarterback. And they're going to call that a late hit on the quarterback. I mean, he was in the air before the kid threw the ball. And uh, yeah, that, that, to me is, that, to me, should have been a no call. I mean, because he, he, barely, he barely hit the quarterback when he came down. I had, did not have the opportunity to see the quarterback collision. I was looking into the end zone. So that is unfortunate. And another penalty, and, and this drive continues for the second time on a penalty by the Tiger defense. Very frustrated crowd here and coaching staff as – Coach Fletch is still screaming at the officials on the near sideline. So is Chokey Bradley. He is still giving that official a piece of his mind. A timeout is called. We'll take a break as well. 5.27 to play here in the third quarter. 28-6 is the Mansfield lead on New Philly. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Would you like to be a crucial part of Mansfield Tiger Sports and help our Tiger athletes and students? Then join the Tiger Booster Club. Opportunities are available for our Tiger community to assist the Booster Club with Tiger Bingo on Sundays and Tuesdays at the Baco Grotto Hall and to work all concession venues and special events when needed. Our mission is to provide sports teams and students with much-needed funds for uniforms, travel, camps, pregame meals, and much more. To join, call Stan Gilbert, President, at 419-631-0792. This is quarterback Duke Reese, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field off the timeout. If you're just joining us, Mansfield Sr. is on defense and two penalties extending the drive for the Quakers. The last one was a roughing the passer call, very controversial. Yeah, that terrible. We thought. And Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson, 527 to play. Third quarter, first and 10 from the Tiger 13-yard line. New Philly has the football. And now what? We have another whistle here. Tigers call and timeout. And Mansfield Sr. calls a timeout. Chokey Bradley, here's what's coming up next week on our VSBN Radio Airwaves. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. Yeah, so next, next week, the... Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers head to Lexington to take on the Minutemen. It is homecoming as we just had that promo run. And you've not done a Lexington-Mansfield game. You think this is chippy next week. Will be interesting, especially when the Lexington Minutemen are competitive. It's really chippy and it can get really ugly. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I think that roughing the passer penalty made the Tigers discombobulated because they came out of that timeout and they only had 10 guys on the field. That's why they had to take a, another timeout. Uh, First and 10 mm. for New Philly. Quarterback runs out of the shotgun. Two backs. Now they had one on his left <laughs> hip and one on his right hip as they're going to stack in here. Nobody out wide. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Bolts, the running back. 15 and he is tripped up for a very short gain of maybe a yard down to about the third, excuse me, twelve-yard line. Tigers got lucky there because they came out of the uh, the timeout with twelve guys on the field. The twelfth man ran off the field just before the ball was snapped. They got a 
they got to get it together here. Like I said, it, it, since that roughing the passer penalty, because that was such a bad call, I think it, it made the whole team a little discombobulated, maybe even the coaches, because that was awful. You thought that touchdown Second last and week. nine from the 12-yard line. Pistol set for the quarterback. Here's the snap, and he's back to pass. Fossil throws it's complete to number two. Made a man miss. Runs down to about inside of the five, down to about the two-yard line. On the reception was Jordy Dela Cruz. So Keaton Fossil with a big completion. That will move the chains first and goal. Official timeout, stoppage for an injured player, I believe. We'll take a quick break as well. 4.35 to play in the first, in the second half in the third quarter. It is Mansfield 28, New Philly 6. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on VSBNRadio.com. Go Tigers. Welcome back to Arlen Field. The injured player for New Philly being helped off the field, Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson, with 4.35 to play in the third quarter, 28-6. Mansfield leading New Philly, but, Craig, the Tiger, the, the Quakers are knocking on the door. Yeah, first and goal from the two-yard line. This drive helped out a bunch by two two Tiger penalties, two uh, unfortunate penalties. Uh, the targeting call, I could actually see why they would throw that flag, but I, I'm still like that touchdown last week with Wes Holmes that you hated so much and thought was, was such a bad call. That's what I feel about that uh, roughing the passer call. Awful. It's unfortunate, but now it leads to a first and goal from the one-yard line. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back, Richardson, and he just – Walks right into the end zone for a new Philadelphia touchdown. Don't go anywhere, folks. New Philly back in this game here. It is 28 to 12 now, and I imagine if you're Mike Johnson, you're going to go for two with 4:28 to play in the third. Yeah, one of the Tigers' defenders knifed in there and got an arm on the Richardson, but I mean, the way that kid's been running tonight, just having one arm on him is not going to bring him down, and he just powered through that and then walked into the end zone. So now the Quakers will line up for the two-point conversion ball spotted at the three-yard line. Two back set, bolts on the left side, Richardson on the right of Keaton. Fossil, here's a snap, quarterback draw, and he walks right in for the two-point conversion with 4.28 to play in the third quarter. 28-14 is the new Philly deficit uh, is cut. Down to 14 now. Mansfield leading 28 to 14. Yeah, that was basically a, a wing T in a in a pistol formation. Uh, the quarterback took the snap. Both running backs went to block for him. Plus, he had a lead blocker, an H back up front, by, right by the line. So they had three blockers plus the offensive line. They just had more blockers than the Tigers had defenders on that side of the side of the uh, field. And uh, he just walked in for an easy two point conversion. 
So that makes it a 14-point lead for Mansfield. And now the question is, can Duke Reese and the offense answer that New Philly touchdown? You have to admire the poise by New Philly to try to get back in this game. You're down three scores on the road. You travel 90 minutes here. You don't want to get blown out and get embarrassed in a game where you're contending for an OCC championship. Yeah, if you're the Tigers, you got to be like, okay, you, you basically got a counterpunch here. Aiden Mushrush on to kickoff. How about <laughs> how about that name? That's a good one. Yeah. And this has been a eventful evening if you're just joining us. He ki he's kicked the Davis two times in a row. And this time he'll pooch it. And who is that? He picks it up. I think that's Jaden Gross maybe. Or is that, no, that's Zion. Has it. 35. Tries to turn the corner on the near side. And just gets up to about the 37-yard line. First and 10 Tigers. Shelby is all over Gallium, 41 to 20 in the fourth quarter. I think Coach Johnson, after that last kickoff, told uh, told Mushrush, if you kick that uh, number eight one more time, you ain't you're not going to see the field the rest of the season. <laughs> you say Mushrush uh, five times in a row? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. There's a tongue twister. So first and 10 for Duke Reese in the offense. Lucas 26, Crestview 6 in the fourth quarter. Ashland 31, Mount Vernon 14. And Lexington is trailing Worcester 21 to 20. That was 20 to 0. Wow. So the Generals coming back, making a one-point game on our sister station, fearofthevillage.com. Here at Arlington Field, first and 10. Mansfield Senior, they have the ball at their own 37-yard line. Duke Reese will run out of the pistol. Tank Petty is the back, hands it off to him, first down. Tank makes a man miss. Another man dragging the pile, using oh. his muscle, and there's a reason why they call him Tank as he muscles his way for a T.Y. Tiger first down all the way up to the Tiger 49. I love the call by Coach Bradley, and I love the determination by Tank Petty. He got hit, and he drug those kids from New Philly another five to six yards. Beautiful. I love it. It was like the longest, the longest yard scene. First and ten from the 49. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tank again. Tank, 50, pushing the pile again, using his way to muscle all the way down to the 46-yard line. And that's going to be about a five-yard run for Tank. Yeah. So, again, here we yeah. go again, Craig, as we have Tank Petty continuing to slowly eat up this defensive line. Yeah, they're they're doing this power run. They're they're chewing up the clock. They're They're imposing their will on the new Philly defense, and I love it. Runs of 12 and 5 yards on back-to-back -back plays. Second and 5 from the 46. Here's a snap, hands it off to Tank. Mm. And this time Tank had the stiff arm, but he just got bit by the turf monster. Falls down at the 45, and he knew he had an opening there to possibly get. Actually, it's a no gain. But uh, Tank had an opportunity to get it like 15 yards there. I think what happened was he cut uh, – uh, Dismook was downfield blocking, and I think he got caught up with Dismook's feet and tripped, and that's what caused him to fall. Third and five from the Quaker 46-yard line. Tigers have the football. Duke Reese out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. They'll hand it again to Tank. Tank to the 45. Is able to push the pile to about the 44, but that's it. It's a gain of two. Sets up fourth and three. So what do you do here? You're up 12, you're up 14 points, Craig, here. It's 2.20 to play in the third quarter. 
I, I would seriously think about doing some sort of read option to give. Uh, Here we go. They're going to go quick. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Two on the far side, one on the near, and they were going quick. And, of course, Duke backs off. Petty is the back. Fourth and three from the 44-yard line. We'll see if they run the option. Here's the snap. Nope, hands it off to Petty. Petty, 45. He's not going to get a big stop for New Philly as it is no gain. Turnover on downs. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I thought maybe they'd go with a read option to give Duke the uh, opportunity to either give it to Petty or uh, keep it himself and go around the end. But instead, they went with the bread and butter that's uh, that's been chewing up yards this half, and uh, New Philly was waiting for it. So now this Tiger defense, they have to not commit any penalties and, and, and stiffen up here and not let them score any more points because you let them score another touchdown, Nick, and all of a sudden big Moe's on uh, – New Philly side, you can't have that going into the fourth quarter. Nope. You just said Mohi leads the team, by the way, with eight tackles so far. Rothrock, Zach Rothrock leads New Philly with nine. Here we go. First and ten Quakers. Turnover on downs. They have it. What a rush. The quarterback was hit as he was thrown. Incomplete. It was actually a little high, but how about the pressure by McGinty? And who was that? The other Tiger on that one. I'm trying to see. I think that was Mo on the rush, and it was yeah. Mo Bradley. I He's be, all over the place. Got to be honest. To me, that was more of a late hit on the quarterback than the one on Petty down here. I agree with you, but I mean, <laughs> the referee kept the flag in the pocket, maybe trying to make up for the last one, but the last one ended in six in eight points. So, twenty-eight to fourteen is the Mansfield lead. One fifty to play in the third quarter. Tigers trying to hold off this feisty Quaker team, trying to make a comeback. Second and ten from their own forty-five. Shotgun snap, Here's and we have a stop and play here. Timeout right as the ball was snapped. So New Philly has only one timeout remaining, and they're down by two scores. That might come back to haunt them, wasting their timeouts early here in this third quarter. Mansfield wow. has two, New Philly has one. That's That might come into play later on, so that's something that's, you got to be careful with. That's shocking because, I mean – the coaches over here on the sideline were going nuts because uh, Mansfield Sr. was so out of position. I believe it was Lala Owens was sprinting from one hash clean over to the other hash just to try and get uh, over top of the man he was supposed to cover. And then New Philly, they snapped the ball, and the motion of the play was going to the area that Owens had just vacated, and it was so open over there, they probably would have got at least a first down, if not more. Uh, that's, again, New Philly. I think they shot themselves in the foot just like that one play in the first half. Second and 10, 150 to play, third quarter. Shotgun formation for Keaton Fossil. Here's the snap. Quarterback dropped the middle. Mo Bradley sniffed it out from a mile away as he crawls over the quarterback. Mo, that was a that was a move right there. I don't know if you saw that, Craig, but he landed on him and he slowly crawled over the body of Keaton Fossil, and he is just playing. It's a cat and mouse game at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mo Bradley read that play as soon as that ball was snapped, uh, and he just knifed in there. Took the quarterback down for no gain. Excellent play. Third and ten now. Can the Tiger defense get a stop here? Tiger showing pressure off both sides. Here's the snap. And Fossil back to pass, and he is under pressure. Throws incomplete. Two Tigers were there to apply the pressure. Guess who one of them was? Mo Bradley and the man they call Trevor Lawrence, Dalen McGinty. 
Yeah, they both got in there with lots of pressure. The they tried to roll out Fazel uh, on a on a bootleg, and uh, Tigers were not buying it. Everybody had excellent coverage and too much pressure. And you know, as we've been saying all night, uh, passing is not really New Philly's forte. So. Fourth and ten from the New Philly 45-yard line. Nate Dismuke back to a to receive the punt from New Philadelphia. High snap. Can he get it off? Yes, he does. And kicks it towards the far side of the field. Rolls out of bounds. Doesn't get much of a roll. Just inside of the 30, maybe around the 29-yard line. So decent field position for the Tigers to start this series with 55 seconds to play. Yeah, they made sure that uh, uh, they didn't kick it anywhere near Dismuke since he had that one called back earlier, but, you know, that's still in their head that he took it to the house on them, even if it didn't go up on the scoreboard. So they made sure that they kicked it to the complete opposite side of the field where he was, and it, like you said, not much of a roll. It kind of hit and then just kind of went completely sideways out of bounds. First and ten for Duke Grease in the offense. Let's see if they can get some more points here and – and increase the lead back up to 21 points. First and 10 from the 30-yard lines where they're going to spot it. Duke out of the shotgun fake handoff. He'll run with it, 30. Tries to turn the corner on the far side, and he does, and he's across the 35, brought down almost to the 36, and they're going to give him the 36. So a six-yard run for Duke. I think that was a little bit of a busted play because he faked the handoff, but there was nobody there to fake the handoff to. And uh, Duke just used his athleticism to get uh, a good five yards there, close to six. Duke Reese has seven rushes for 65 yards tonight. He's passed the ball seven times, uh, completed seven passes out of 16 for 146, three touchdowns. Duke Reese, second and five. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tank. Tank, this time New Philly is there to sniff him out, and he's going to lose a couple on the play. Sets up third and seven back at the 33-yard line. You know, if I was the Tigers, what I would do is I'd line up with that trips to the one side and motion uh, Davis out and get that four on three because it just seems like New Philly does not want to get out of the defense when they do that. We'll see what happens as we start the third quarter. End of the third quarter, it is 28-14, the Mansfield lead over New Philly. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. This is Nick Michaels reminding you to tune in next Friday night, September 22nd at 6.30 p.m. as the Tigers travel across town to take on their rivals, the Lexington Minutemen. It's time to spoil their homecoming. It's a big game. Once again, coverage starts at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. Go Tigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to Tiger Football on vsbnradio.com. Go Tigers. Third and seven off the start of the third quarter play. Big third down. Duke Reese throws near side, and it was tipped incomplete right through the hands of Nate Dismuke. 
And that is just a plain drop, Craig. Absolutely. Hit Dismuke right in stride, hit him right in the hands, and he did. He just dropped it. I think he was maybe uh, looking a little too far downfield, uh, thinking he was going to get hit by the defender. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was that was definitely – that. there's a drop. There's no doubt about it. And that's very unfortunate because he easily would have had the first down and maybe more because uh, he makes that defender miss. I don't think the safety that's uh, clean on the other side of the field is going to catch up to him. Fourth and seven, and DeBold is on to punt. Back to receive, I believe, is Carson Long standing at his own 30-yard line. High snap. DeBold still gets it off and still kicks a fantastic punt. Bounces at the 41. Tiger roll inside of the 35 down to about the 32-yard line. Man, that thing went so high. It wasn't the longest punt in the world. They did get a little bit of a roll on it, but that went so high there was no way New Philly was going to be able to get any type of return on that. Ended up being 35 yards. 35 yards for the snap. I'll tell you what, that's fantastic. And Quinton is a little banged up tonight, so for him to be playing not at 100%, he's still kicking the ball very well. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, on that first uh, extra point that he kicked, they had uh, somebody land on his foot, and he was hobbling after that. So, yeah, like you said, a little, little banged up tonight. But First and ten for the Quakers. Two back set for the quarterback, Keaton Fossil. Fake handoff to Richardson. He'll keep it up to the middle. Very short gain, and three Tigers are there to greet him and stop him. Maybe a yard, and it is up to the 33-yard line. So the quarterback with a one-yard run on first down. And, you know, eventually, now that we're in the fourth quarter, Craig, you're down two scores. I know it's still early in the fourth quarter, but the running game only works so much for New Philly. Eventually, they're going to have to start passing the ball. Yeah, I think uh, we'll see what Coach Johnson does here, but I think he'll go at least this series before he really starts to try and air it out. Second and nine. Receiver in motion from left to, or from right to left. Excuse me. Here's the snap. Rolls to the far side. Throws incomplete, and Keaton Fossil just has not been able to hit his receivers in stride tonight as that was incomplete. Trying to make a diving catch was Pete DiDonato, and if you're these receivers for New Philly, you're just frustrated. The quarterback is just not able to hold up his end of the bargain tonight. Well, it, it, you know, when you're under constant pressure, that doesn't help. And, you know, uh, again, the Tigers got pressure, and they were trying to roll him out to keep him away from the pressure. But, you know, it, it, it takes, a, it takes a, a, you know, a good quarterback to be able to throw on the run like that. Third and nine from the 33-yard line. For the Quaker offense, can Tigers get a stop here? And we have a stop and play. Don't tell me that's their third and final timeout. I believe it is. Oh, let's see. Are you kidding me? Yeah, wow. I, don't, I don't know what happened the there. The management they... tonight on timeouts just has really been dumbfounding for me. Well, that that one came from Fossil. They but broke the huddle, and as soon oh, as they no. lined up, he, he – reached up and put the put his hands together calling timeout. Well, I don't their kicker better be good with doing onside kicks because if not they're in real trouble later on in this I game. I mean they had plenty of time on the play clock too so I don't know what he saw that, that scared him into taking that timeout but as soon as they broke the huddle and, and the lineman got up to the ball he, he put his hands up and started calling timeout. 
Lexington just scoring. 9.30 to play in the ball game. Lexington 28, Worcester 21. As the Tigers, after this game, will head down to Lexburg for the big rivalry game. It's turning into a slugfest over there. So it is here, too. Empty backfield set five wide. Here's the snap. Fossil back to pass. Under pressure. He's running for his life. Lost the ball. And I think, actually, it might have even been intercepted. Are you I kidding me? Was. Who got that? I can't see. 18. Was it 18? We'll wait for John Davis for his official. I think it might be Saimir. He's celebrating. We'll see. I think it is Mo. You're right. Yep. I think you're right. Yep, intercepted. He just he just posted it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mo's having a ball game. Yeah. I mean that like I said in pregame, Coach Bradley just has to salivate at the fact that that kid's coming back next year. Well, it's his nephew too, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if well, that was your nephew, you'd be excited for that fact alone. Yeah, but I mean he's I mean he's just playing lights out and I you know I know it's early and all that, but my goodness, given his size and the way he plays, you'd think that there's got to be some colleges looking at him. And if the Tigers are able to drive down and score, that could have that play there was the nail in the coffin for the Quakers. We'll see. Duke Reese, here's the snap on first down. Throws over the middle. It's caught. I think that's Dismuk. I see the blue yep. gloves, and it is inside of the red zone all the way down to the 17-yard line. Tigers are in business here yeah. with 10.40 to play in the ballgame, 28-14, the Tiger lead. They're trying to put the Quakers away here in the fourth quarter. Great play design, too. They brought uh, Davis in motion, and they faked the uh, jet sweep to him, and then uh, uh, the quarterback threw a laser to Dismuke, and uh, he was kind of wide open there because everybody bid on the jet sweep fake. And the refs are taking their time for some reason. There we go. Here we go. First and 10 in the red zone. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the running back. He's running to the 10. That's Tank Betty inside of the 10-yard line and down to about the 7-yard line. And I think that's another first down. It's going to be first and goal for the Tigers. And it is. Bradley out there with uh, a great block on the edge. <laughs> Sprung Petty. He, he for does it all, doesn't he? Yeah. I interviewed him last week, but it sounds like I might not have to interview him again, huh? Here we go. Tigers going quick. First and goal. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty up the middle. Not much room to run there. He's Trying to push the, the pile. pile. And they get a little. Finally, the referees take <laughs> forever to call the stop of progression. And Tank Petty two. is going to get, what, to the six? So, gain a two. Uh, they're going to say one yard, but if you look where the stick is, it looks more like two. But either way, this is the point in the field where Mansfield's got to get six points. You can't get down here and not. Oh, my goodness. And a pre-snap penalty. <laughs> the number three from the, the New Philly was uh, back there almost by Duke before the ball was. He was so far off sides. Now, I guess the question would be, was off it drawn sides off? Offsides on New Philly. So half the distance to the goal. The ball spotted at the six, so we'll move it down to the three. So second and goal for Duke Reese in the offense. And I think that's still Petty, the running back. Yeah, it looks like it. 
Second, second to goal from the three. Pistol set. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Tank. Tank running to the one-yard line. He's in. Touchdown, Tigers! Tank Petty, his second rushing touchdown of the night and the second rushing touchdown on the year for the Tiger offense. And the Tiger offensive line is feasting on New Philly in this second half. Tank Petty now has 16 carries for 68 yards and two touchdowns tonight. 34 to 14. So now we'll have the extra point, Quinton DeBolt on to attempt, and Mo Bradley to hold. Snap, the hold, kick is up, and it is good. 9.24 to play in the ballgame. Mansfield Senior to a comfortable 35-14 lead. Can they hold it? Stay tuned. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is La La Owens. You're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels and Craig Jackson back here at Arlen Field off the three-yard touchdown run by Tank Petty, Mansfield Sr. As a correction earlier, that was the first rushing touchdown on the year for Tank Petty. The previous rushing touchdown was Zion Brown, so both running backs finding the end zone in this ballgame, and Craig, you got to love that. They're running the football. Yeah, they're running the football. They're chewing up clock. Uh, they're... Uh Slowly uh, sapping the will out of the these new Philly Quakers. Uh, now all they need is their defense to stand up strong again, and uh, and let's put this one to bed. DeBolt kicks a fantastic kick, sailing, and it's bobbled at the five. Loose ball, and a Quaker falls on it around the eight-yard line. And right now, reality sinking into new Philly. It looks like they are down, but are they out? We'll see how they respond. This drive's going to tell me the body language and the mentality of the Quakers. Do they have the desire to fight and claw their way back into this game, Craig? Yeah, I think that uh, that kick actually caught New Philly by surprise, you know, because they had been kicking short all night long, and DeBolt just boomed that one almost all the way to the end zone and uh, caught them by surprise. And they're lucky that uh, they recovered it because the coverage team for the Tigers was just flying down there. First and 10 from the, I can't see the 10-yard line. Here's the snap, and the quarterback's going to draw up the middle. Has a big gain across the 15 all the way up to the 19-yard line. So a big gain on first down, and it's a 10-yard run. It moves the chains. Yeah, it was an impressive uh, run there by... uh, by New Philly, gave him some breathing room, got, got 10 yards, got the first down, moved the chains, get him out of the shadow of their own end zone. You and I are going to have to have a clinical uh, rehab uh, mental health session later. My Clear Fork Colts are almost as bad as Madison right now. Here's a snap as the quarterback, Fossil, throws to the far side of the field. They're, it's complete, oh. but there is a penalty flag on the play at the 20. They're going to get another late hit on the quarterback. Are you kidding me? 
I think it's again, it's going to be on Giontae. I think they're going to get Giontae this time. And it is the call that will move the chains. I mean, I understand protecting the quarterback, but when you got a guy diving at the quarterback as the ball is leaving the quarterback's hands and then he hits the, hits the quarterback, I mean, come on. What, the, the kid can't – these kids can't stop physics, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's in mid-flight. He, he's not Superman. He can't stop on a dime and, you know, and not hit the guy. Pistol formation for the quarterback, Fossil off of the penalty. Here's the snap, hands it off to Richardson. Big downhill run, 40-yard line. Another first down across the 45 up to the New Philly 46-yard line, so 11-yard run for the running back, Etney Richardson. Richardson now running the football tonight, has 16 carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown. The quarterback has 18 carries, Keaton Fossil, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Quakers going quick here, hands it off to Richardson again, and this time the Tiger defense meets him for a short gain up to the 49-yard line, just shy of midfield. Three-yard run for Richardson. Well, I give New Philly credit. They're definitely sticking with their bread and butter. Total yards, 317 for Mansfield, 227 for the Quakers. Rushing the football, though, New Philly has 37 carries, 174 yards on the ground. Mm. Tigers tonight, though, 30 carries, 154 yards on the ground. So that's progress. Yeah. I'd just like to see him tighten up that run D, though. Second and eight. Ball spotted at the 48-yard line of New Philly. Pistol set for the quarterback, Keaton Fossil. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws, and again, a nasty throw. Too high. Incomplete. And Keaton Fossil continues to struggle throwing the football. Yeah, earlier we said he missed his uh, receiver, the uh, – Groundhog from Caddyshack. That time he missed the Bigfoot from Harry and the Hendersons because that ball was like 10 yards over the receiver's head. Good gracious. And now the quarterback will run on the draw on third down, third and eight. And fumble, loose ball. Who has it? Tigers say they do, and they do on the recovery. Let's see who it is. I believe there's Are a you flag. kidding me? I think it's Mo. And a flag is down. I don't know if they're going to get taunting. The official threw there's his There's another hat. flag. So we got two flags, a hat. So I think they're off the turnover. The Tigers should keep the ball, correct? It depends on Personal if the, foul. It depends on if the first flag came out before the fumble. I don't think so. I don't think I saw anything until they d signified that Mo had the football. But Mo Bradley... No, I'm sorry. They're going to – wait a minute, wait a minute. What does that say? For, fumble lost, forced by McGinty and the recovery by, by Mo the second, yes. Yeah. So Dalen McGinty forcing the fumble, and the call is going to be a personal foul on the Tigers taunting after the play. So if that's the case, it should be first and ten Tiger offense. Yeah. Boy, that Bradley's <laughs> having kid, himself a night, oh man. Oh, my God. I have to interview him. I, I know I just did it last week, but the night he's having, it's just been phenomenal. I, I, I have not seen a high school defender play like this like he has the last couple weeks. I mean, honestly, just the whole year. He's just been everywhere. But the last couple weeks, I mean, he's just been ridiculous. I mean, and I still – I've I, 
probably said it a dozen times tonight. The fact he's coming back for another year, holy mackerel, man. I, there's got to be there's got to be somebody that's going to offer this kid a scholarship. Oh, there will be. It's coming. Like it's I said, just with, a matter of time. With his size and the way he's already playing, I mean, wow. Mo has 11 tackles tonight. He has two sacks, an interception, and a fumble recovery. Here's the snap from Duke. First and ten. Runs with the football. He is tripped up for a loss into the back into the backfield. Yeah, the uh, New Philly's lucky that they tripped him up because there's a lot of green grass in front of him. I mean, I'm not saying he would have got the first down, but he would have been awful, awful close. Second and 14 now for the Tiger offense. Under seven minutes to play in the ball game. 35 to 14 is the Mansfield score. Here's the snap. Hands it off to the back. That Zion Brown tries to turn the corner on the near side. He gets up across the 20 and gets back up to about, what, the 21-yard line. So a two-yard run for Zion. It's going to set up third and 12. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Dismook missed the block out here, which led to the tackle for the short gain. If uh, he would have uh, connected with that block, the, uh, Brown might still be running because that was pretty much it. Here's the snap. Duke back to pass. Third and long. Under pressure. He's looking for an opening. He does. It's complete to Dismuke. 31-yard line. Spins, and he is brought down hard. Shy of the 35. It's close to a first down. I think he's got it. We'll see where they officially spot the ball. This crew's taking a little longer tonight to spot it. And the chain gain is moving down the field. First and 10. Duke Reese for a 12-yard pass to Nate Dismuke. So first and 10, ball spotted at the 33-yard line. For the offense, here's the snap, hands it off to the running back, and I believe that's Zion. Zion across the 35, across the 40. He is close to another first down, and I think he will move the chains again to the 44-yard line. First and 10, Mansfield Sr., a big run for Zion Brown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, 11 uh, yards on the run. This uh, Tiger offense starting to impose their will, and, and they're just sucking the life out of this clock. And in, in uh, the same vein, they're sucking the life out of New Philly here. The clock continues to run under five minutes. Stay tuned for the post-game show. Craig and I will pick out someone to win player of the game for B brought to you by BP Electric. Uh, gee, I wonder who that will be. <laughs> Pistol set for Duke, hands it off. And Zion running behind the tackles. Made a man miss. He's across midfield into New Philly territory. And another downhill run results in another first down for Mansell Sr. Inside of the 45 into Quaker territory. And that's what Zion Brown brings to the game. He's got a little shake and bake. Had some nice balance there as he kind of bumped into his uh, blocker. Was able to keep his balance. Then just took off. Gave a little shimmy. And got, uh, got those yards for the first down. So it's first and 10 from the 43-yard line is where they're spotting it. Duke Reese, here's the snap. 
Hands it off to Zion Brown, the back, for a short gain, if any, maybe a yard, if they're kind. And I think it's going to be no gain. Yeah, Rothrock come knifing in there from New Philly. Took him down right at the line of scrimmage. A great play by him. But again, no timeouts for New Philly, so this clock just keeps ticking away. Under four minutes. Yeah, you mentioned they literally went through all their timeouts here in the third quarter and early in the fourth was yeah, the they, final one. It seemed like they went through all of them in about a five-minute span. So second down, here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Petty up the middle for a short gain of about one. Going to bring third and nine. And I, and I love the patience of uh, Duke Reese here. I mean, he is not snapping that ball with hardly any time left on the play clock. I well, mean, there's 3.01 to play. Thank you. Yeah, he's Thanks, a, Tara. He's, uh, I mean, he's snapping it with like two or three seconds to go. It, you know, great, uh, great leadership in uh, smarts from that Here's kid. Here's the snap, third and nine. Hands it off to Petty. Petty up the middle, still on his feet, pushing, carving his way. He's not going to get the first down, but what a run, Craig. Inside of the 40, down to about the 37-yard line at this point. I'd go for it. Yeah, I think, I think if, you're coach, if you're Coach Bradley, there's no reason not to because, honestly, if you get the first down, I mean, the game is essentially yes, over. Yes, it is over. Stay tuned for the post-game show once again. We'll pick out our BP Electric player of the game, and we'll have final stats for you, courtesy of John Davis. Fourth and four from the Quaker 37-yard line. The Tiger offense still on the field. Here's the snap. Fake handoff, throws over the middle, incomplete. Oh. He had Jermaine Bradley wide open. He hits that, he scores, and that really would have been the exclamation point for this game. Yeah, everybody from New Philly was up within a couple yards of the line of scrimmage. They did the fake handoff. Unfortunately, Duke Reese just led the receiver a tiny bit too far, and he knew it as soon as he threw the ball. He had his hands up on his head like, oh, no. And, yeah, just past the outstretched arms of the receiver, and like you said, if he would have hit that, he would have hit him in stride, and that would have been six. So now New Philly will take over at the 37-yard line. And at this point, we'll see what the Quakers decide to do. If they're going to try to throw the ball quick or they're just going to run the clock out. And I don't know, to be honest with you. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Richardson. Richardson runs a counter towards the outside. And it's a short gain up to the 39, two-yard run for Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I don't think the Quakers are going to be in any big hurry here. They're definitely taking their time. I think this is basically their version of taking a knee without taking a knee just to end the game. No hustle at all for no. Mike Johnson as he is over on the far sideline just shaking his head. I can see him walking towards the other end zone and – just not one of those nights for the Quakers and Mansfield Senior's defense causing a lot of problems for the OCC upcoming. Just wait until next week. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Edney Richardson. Richardson has a good run across the 45, up to the 48-yard line, and the official 
Okay. The official waved his hands in the air. It was third and short, but he realized it wasn't a first down. So it's third and one at the 46-yard line. I mean, I think even if New Philly gets the play uh, first down here, they're gonna, they'll run one more play and that'll be it. So it's third and one. Here's the snap. Anthony Richardson running with the football, and Jaden Gross makes a touchdown-saving tackle because Etney was one tackle away, and he was gone. But uh, yeah. Jaden Gross, under 30 seconds to play now. Mansfield senior close to improving to 2-0 in the league, 3-2 and for the first time this season, above 500, yep. and New Philly That's is it. conceding. And that is going to be... The final score, Mansfield Sr. will defeat New Philly 35-14. Stay tuned for the post-game report. We'll have stats, scores from around the area, preview next week. And most importantly, our BP Electric Player of the Game Award is upcoming here. Final score of tonight's game, Mansfield Sr. 35, New Philadelphia 14. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Amon Thomas, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. If you're just joining us, you, you missed a little bit. Mansfield Sr. defeating New Philadelphia in a huge league game tonight and improving to 2-0 in the OCC, 3-2 overall. New Philly will fall to 3-2 uh, and 2-1 and and in the OCC. Nick Michaels, Craig Jackson, here are the final stats, courtesy of Mr. John Davis and Ben May. Let's run through them real quick, and then we'll get to our player of the game and get you out of here and get ready for Lexington next week. All right, so here's the tail of the tape. Play 61-57, New Philly. First downs tied at 19. 
rushing the football tonight. New Philly did have almost 200 yards on the ground. 41 rushes, 196. New Mansfield Senior, though, this is impressive, Craig. 37 rushes for 182 yards on the ground. The leading rusher for the Quakers was the quarterback Keaton Fossil. 19 carries, 97 yards. Etney Richardson, the running back, had 20 carries for 95 yards. The leading rusher for the T.Y. Tigers was Jameer Tank Petty. 18 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown tonight for Tank. Tigers with their first two rushing touchdowns of the season. Zion Brown also had 10 carries, 49 yards, and a score. Duke Reese had eight carries, 61 yards on the ground tonight. Uh, passing the football, it was abysmal for Keaton Fossil. Five for 20, 53 yards and one interception. Just not their game passing the football, and the Tigers played into that tonight defensively. Uh, throwing the football, Duke Reese was 9-20, 175 yards, three touchdowns, one interceptions. The leading receiver for the Tigers was, guess who, Amar Davis. He had five catches, 90 yards, and two touchdowns. That's just a normal night for Amar Davis at this point. Yeah. Uh, the leading receiver for New Philly was Pete DiDonato, two catches, 24 yards. And more stats for you. Total yards this evening. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh Passing the football yards, 53 yards for the Quakers, 175 yards for New Philly. And total yards, 357 Mansfield Senior, 249 for the Quakers. Three turnovers haunting New Philly this evening, one for Mansfield Senior. Penalties, uh, believe it or not, Tigers had nine penalties for 113 yards. They got to clean that up. New Philly has four penalties for 48 yards. Time of possession, about even. 24 minutes for New Philly, 23 for Mansfield Sr. Defensively, 13 total tackles for Zach Rothrock. Nine of them were solo. And for Mansfield Sr., are you ready for this? I'm just going to first of all go through this real quick. Dalen McGinty had seven total tackles tonight. Uh, Symer Phillips had one sack tonight. So he now has four and a half sacks in the last two games. He had four total, but uh, Dejon Corbin had seven tackles, seven tackles for Carter Kessler. And Mo Bradley, 11 tackles tonight. He had two sacks, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. Two total fumble. I'm sorry, two fumble recoveries. I forgot about the first one in the first half. So Mo Bradley have a ball game, and congratulations to Mo Bradley the second, our BP Electric Player of the game, Craig. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't overstate enough how well this kid is playing football right now on the defensive side of the ball. He is just absolutely everywhere. He's a playmaker. I mean, he's getting sacks. He's getting fumbles. He's getting interceptions. I mean, the interception he got. I mean. The ball popped out of the quarterback's hand. It should have been a fumble, but when it was in the air, he dove and picked it up. You know, picked it out of the air for an INT. Uh, he's just everywhere. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen a, a high school kid play like this. I mean, he's becoming a dominant force on the defensive side of the ball, and the rest of the OCC is going to have to figure out a way to stop him because right now he's just wrecking everything. Well, the Tigers uh, <laughs> defensively are scaring not only me, but everyone else, as you just mentioned, will be on notice in the area, not just the OCC, especially when we get t closer towards the playoffs. But Mo Bradley, the second, uh, congratulations, our player of the game. He will receive a medium 
two-topping pizza from Giannino's for his efforts tonight. And I think the kid's going to be pretty hungry, hungry after running around the field all night and yeah. uh, just dominating these Quakers. So, yeah. Uh, real quick, we'll try to send you off the air with some scores before we go. Uh, the one final score I did hear earlier, Ontario absolutely destroying Clear Fork 45-0. My poor Clear Fork Colts are the new Madison Rams, Craig. I was going to say, I think Madison kept that game closer than that. Oh, my. <laughs> I think they lost like 35-14. No, 35-0. Oh, well, so it was still closer. Still cl- <laughs> so you have the edge there on me. Uh, Lexington, and this is in the fourth quarter, so tune over now if you want to on our sister station, fearofthevillage.com. Lexington leading Worcester 35-27 to in the fourth quarter. Sounds like a, uh, a barn burner over in Worcester. It was River Valley 64-43. to That's a basketball score. That's in the fourth quarter. Madi- wow. or Madison trailing 49-35. to That's a lot closer than we would have expected to West Holmes. That's yeah. in the fourth quarter as well. That might be Shelby, as many as the Rams have scored all year. <laughs> yeah. Shelby, 62-26, to a final wow. over Galleon. The Whippets are for real in the MOAC. Ontario and Shelby, that's a Week 9 matchup. That's going to yeah. be a great game. Uh, Ashland defeating. They're back on the winning ways. They get their first OCC win of the season. They defeated the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets 31-14. to and as I mentioned before, Ontario forty-five to zero. Lucas defeating. Whoops, my scoreboard is acting up on me here. There we go. Lucas defeating Crestview twenty-six to six. Well, from what score. I hear, that was the mecca of high school football tonight. So this was the mecca of high school oh. football. But for some reason, a lot of the media were going over to Crestview to watch that nice really game, 26-6. Well, like but that's I, okay. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, the, the Mansfield team, your high T.Y. Tigers now in the driver's seat, uh, doing well in league play. And if Lexington's score holds on, Craig, this is insane. Three weeks in a row, the Tigers will be battling for first place in the OCC. Who would Who had Lexington – Playing Mansfield for first place in week six. Oh, at the beginning of the season. I don't think anybody did. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think Lexington has uh, figured some things out. Uh, they're a lot better than I think either one of us thought they were going to be. And if that score holds on, that just sets up another huge game in uh, for the Tigers. And it goes back to something I've been saying since week one: iron sharpens iron, and you. You know, you look back at that St. Vincent-St. Mary game and that uh, Maslin game, and you kind of like, and when you look at the score, but you look at how these guys are playing now, and it it wasn't pretty to watch, but the result, the, the results that have down the road that have shown from playing those type of games, it's showing on the field, and these these Tigers are looking good. Well, we'll see what happens next week when the Minutemen host our T.Y. Tigers. We'll be on the air at 6.30 p.m. on your radio home for Tiger football. Next Friday night, September 22nd, it's always a fun one with Lexington and a little more incentive now that uh, possible first-place game in the OCC, so don't forget to tune in. As always, we'll have Coach Bradley right before kickoff and – We'll also have a player interview as well next week. So thank you for tuning in to tonight. Thank you to John Davis and Ben May as always. And, of course, our partnership with Mark Morch and everyone at the Interactive Media Department. And thank you so much for listening. Final score of tonight's game, Mansfield Senior defeats New Philly 35-14 to for Craig Jackson. I'm Nick Michaels. Good night from Arlen Field.